Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, you feeling okay? You I a little... had like a frog in my throat. Yeah. You? And was, I'm Joe. I was yeah. talking perfectly fine right up to that. And just the, the moment I yeah. need to start talking, all of a sudden. That's right. Well, that's the thing. Like we were doing sound check. You've been here for I don't know, like two hours now. We've been playing games. We've been chatting. Everything was fine. And then this, did you get stage fright? Uh, apparently. Did you get nervous? I, I know guess. this is episode like 130 something. Like you, you doing okay? Well, now I know people are listening to it. So I, now I'm like, oh god, yeah. I need to perform. <laughs> perform? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you do, Joe. Yeah, oh. yeah. Let's see if you can rise to. Hey, the I try and be funny. <laughs> try is the keyword. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, we all try. Only some of us are successful, if any of us. Mm. At least twice a day. That's right. We're we're guaranteed to be funny and right at least twice a day. (laughs) But humor is subjective, so as long as we think we're funny twice a day, I think it's... That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, I think it counts. You always got to live with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's football today. Football started. Yeah, great day. Joe, aren't you excited? Oh, super excited. Yeah. Who's your favorite football team? I'm a a giant uh, Miami Dolphins fan. (laughs) Not today, you're not. (laughs) Nobody's a giant Miami Dolphins fan today. Nobody is. Yeah, I was watching that game until halftime, and then I shut it the fuck off. So we're recording instead because I did not want to watch <laughs> that 59 to yeah, whatever hor- horrendous train wreck. 10, I think it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Last time we checked, yeah. it could be more. It could be fucking could be 70. To could be 100. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? It's like a college score. Yeah. Where, like the, you know, the regular team plays the like no name team and right. blows them out by like 80, which I think happened either last week or like Thursday or Friday. Like some college team won by like 75. Jesus. It was like 75 to nothing or something stupid like that. Uh, but yeah, NFL's back. Uh, the Patriots got better somehow, motherfuckers. Uh, they they I, age I, like wine. I, I saw the, it's collusion. I guarantee you it's collusion. There's no they're way. They're cheating somehow. They're, this is collusion. He sure. signed hours after sure. he got released. I was going to say, I, I don't know jack shit about football, but I know I saw a lot of people online talking about somebody signing to the Patriots, and it was a really big deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, Antonio Brown got traded to the Raiders in the offseason, then um, got frostbite on his foot, which Ouch. everyone pointed out was a uh, – Proof of the Madden curse, because Madden uses the Frostbite engine now. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. Uh, So he got Frostbite on his foot, then uh, threatened to sit out the entire season because he didn't like the style of helmet he was being forced to play with. He wanted his old style of helmet, which is not, like, regulated anymore. Uh, Then he, like, called the GM a cracker. Uh, then he secretly recorded the conversation with his head coach and released it, which is illegal in the state of California. Yes, because it's two-party state. Yeah. He then got released and within hours was a member of the Patriots. So is this like all some sort of gigantic conspiracy to get him onto the Patriots or something? That's what a lot of people are saying. Like, like he was just throwing, he was throwing yeah. as many wrenches into the work as humanly possible so yeah. that he could get released. I, I saw mean, a lot of something... memes that was like Bel- Belichick like holding up a phone and it's just like, yeah, just call him a cracker. Yeah, just call him a cracker and we'll, <laughs> and we'll have you here by week one. <laughs> Didn't something similar happen with, what was it, uh, Bolden? He was like, uh, he forgot to show up for practice, and so they benched him, and then like the next day he was like, fuck this, I'm out. And the Pats were like, we'll sign you. Yeah, uh, that's always what happens. Yeah, People get arrested at the airport with blunts, they get signed by the Patriots. It's yeah. just, it's crazy, man. It's collusion to the highest level. But congratulations on your next Super Bowl, John. It's going to be really <laughs> exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to not care about the rest of the season, because it's just going to be that in February. So who gives a fuck? So I'm guessing Antonio Brown is good. He's supposed He's to be, great. but he also seems like a mental nut job right now. So who the fuck knows? Um, I don't know. Kind of helps sometimes. I guess, yeah. Uh, but I like I'm. They're like people are worried that he might just have like CTE now, and that's why he's been erratic and weird and 
But I think he was just trying it's to the helmet, man. get, yeah, I mean, it's football. Um, he needed his helmet. Yeah, it's his specific helmet. The yeah, one that keeps gives him concussions. That's right. Uh, well, Joe, enough about your favorite sport, mm. uh, football. Why don't you tell me what you've been playing this week instead of watching football? Because football just started. No, I've been playing Madden 2020. Okay. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Nice. <laughs> no, I, I have not. <laughs> how are you liking the, uh, the QB1 mode? Uh, it's great. Uh, I like how uh, the ball passes yeah. in it. The do you ball find it, passes itself? Yeah. yeah. Do you like it better or worse than long shot last year? Because I know you were a big fan of long shot the last two seasons. Yes. <laughs> he told you, Adam told you extensively what long shot was. That's right. Yeah. yeah it's the story mode. It's where the you, story mode yeah. where you like start as a, a, a college kid or something, right? Yeah. I think you might even be in high school. I don't remember. You have last your year high, was high school into college. You have your high school best friend. Yeah. He's with you in college, but then he has to go back to high school to like be a coach or something. I don't know. They didn't continue it this year. It was the QB1 mode, as you know, because you were playing it, and you liked the way the ball passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the ball, ball passes. passes. Real smooth. Real yeah. smooth. <laughs> I did want to go back and try Madden again because they did add these new, like, micro games where they're, like, it's online, and it's, like, eight minutes. And so you can get, like, a game done in eight minutes. So I want to know what that's about. Mm-hmm. But I think my EA access expired, so. Sign up for another month. Oh, well. No, it's not worth it. I'll so, wait till FIFA comes out, and then when FIFA's that's out. That's, like, two weeks, right? Yeah, I think it's the end of the month. So maybe when the new FIFA comes out, I'll do that. Try Because yeah. I want to try that, like, FIFA Street-esque mode. Yeah. Um, so maybe sign up for another month for five bucks then, and then try the new Madden stuff yeah. afterwards. Whatever. I'm waiting for XFL. Uh, it's it's around coming. the corner, man. Yeah. yeah. February. Yeah, so they announced, like, the, the eight teams or something like that yep. uh, a few weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, get ready. It's your mm. favorite sport. Yeah. People are already saying Andrew Luck retired because he's going to go to the XFL because his like, dad's the commissioner or something. So more conspiracy theories mm. about the inner workings of football, which I know Vince, you just love. Vince pulling the levers. That's right. Mm. Absolutely. But so as for actual actual games. Yeah, so playing. in between Madden games that you were playing. Yeah. Uh, I played uh, Man of Medan, uh, which Sorry, is the... Bananarama? What'd you say? No, Man, Man of Medan. Man of Medan. Banana hammock. Man down? Yeah. Black Man, Hawk down. Man mm, I'm not. Hold on. Let me fix my headphones. <laughs> this means we don't have headphones. What did you say? <laughs> I like how you're doing a visual thing for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I, I, it's more so the noise of me flicking with my face with my hands that, like, maybe they'll be like, oh, he is adjusting headphones. I can hear it in the microphone. Mm. Um, sorry, what is this? Uh, Man Man of Madan, which is the newest uh, supermassive game. It's a okay. studio that did Until Dawn. Um, so those are three separate words. Yes, man, man of Madan. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, which is actually I I didn't realize it at the time, but it's it's like based on an actual urban legend story. The man thing. of Madan. Uh, well, it's called it was called the Urang Madan, mm. um, which like Urang translates from Chinese or something like that into to man, man of. of. <laughs> yeah. So it was about a, a ghost ship called the Urang Madan. Uh, which I remember reading about that because I love like ghost stories and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. urban legends. I love reading about that stuff. So Spooky. yeah, I was like, uh, I, I'm like playing. I'm like, I know I've heard like Medan before, but I don't know what it was from. And I was like, oh yeah, is that well yeah, because you were playing Medan twenty. Oh, right before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> it all works so well together. I know. Uh, but no, it's the newest game by Supermassive. Um, it's the first part of their Dark Pictures trilogy or oh, uh, anthology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, remember when this got announced that they were like working on a 
anthology of horror games that had nothing to do. But are they in the Until Dawn universe? Uh, I mean, as for this one, I don't know. I actually didn't play Until Dawn. Okay. I want to go back and play it after playing this one, though, because I remember hearing a lot of good things about it. And it, it should have been free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I have a free copy of it. Mm-hmm. And either way, if I don't, I'm sure it's like $10. Yeah, I'm sure it's cheap. It's super cheap by this point. Yeah, You probably also have the Until Dawn uh, VR game, too. The the Russian blood. Yeah, the on-rail shooter. And uh, Impatient was another one that was oh, also yeah. Until Dawn. Um, they also did Bravo Team. Mm. Yeah. Not as good. Not as good, no. No. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's their first part of an anthology series of horror games. They're, uh, like small little more bite-sized things. You can beat them in like, uh, five hours. It took me about five hours to beat it. Uh, I saw other people, uh, uh, like let's play videos online that were like three hours long kind of thing. So you can, you can hammer through it pretty quickly if you're not dicking around like I spent a lot of time doing. Um, but, um, it's, a it's, 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 it's not a real game. It's more like an interactive movie. It's than a anything. high res telltale game. Yeah. It's a very, very nice telltale game. Um, and, but like, even then I don't feel like it's not really even as in depth as telltale games. No. It's really just a multiple choice game where like you move the character around while you're doing things. At hmm. times. Yeah. It's um, a choose your own adventure video game. Yeah. So okay. like the, pretty much the way it works is just that you like. Uh, it's just that like you you kind of interact with the different characters and every once in a while it'll give you uh, an option between like two choices it's two choices or do nothing are pretty much the only choices so Mm -hmm. like um, and and it's one of those just like all those other games where like every choice you do will affect the game and the point is you're playing as five different characters and it's one of those things where like you can either all the characters can die or all the characters can live Uh, anyone we're in between where they can all die and it will affect how the outcome of the story comes out um so it's got like a ton of replayability. That's why it's like a short game. Yeah, and it has you know all sorts of different like collectibles and things that you can find throughout the game. Um, you know, just to go towards uh, trophies. Um, but uh, it's it's like I said, it's more of an interactive movie than anything. I, I've seen a lot of people like being really hard on the game online, and I think it's one of those things where like people were going in with the mindset of like this is a game I want to play the game. Yeah. Whereas I went in with the mindset of like, okay, I know that this is basically just going to be an interactive movie. So I enjoyed it a lot more than I've seen other people enjoying it online. Okay. Uh, I had fun with it. I thought it was an interesting story. Um, it kind of takes a long time to get going. Uh, John, you were like watching me play it for a while. Yeah, and, and I left before anything really happened. Yeah, because like it's the, the main crux of the story. Like there's an opening prologue that takes place in World War II. And it's like about the people on the ship. Um, and then it goes, you know, to modern times. It's five people going on a like a, a, a scuba diving treasure hunt uh, to find like a missing plane, and that ends up leading to the to the boat. But like the whole time on the like scuba diving trip part, it takes like a long time. It's like half the game. So like for half of the time that I was playing, I was going like, isn't there supposed to be like a spooky ghost ship in this game? Like where the fuck is all this stuff? It takes a really long time for the actual like spooky ghosty stuff to start happening. Um, and that was fine because I was actually really intrigued by the, the plot line that was going on and like the character interactions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really was kind of like just kind of getting into the story. Um, and honestly, when it got to the point where like I got into the ghost ship, that's when I started having less fun. Really? I was more like interested in just like the weird character interactions because not only is that it's like they're on the ship, they're like trying to find this lost plane, but also they get like hijacked by pirates. And then it becomes this, like, of them trying to deal with, like, outsmart the pirates and stuff that have them held hostage. Um, and I was, like, more kind of interested in that stuff than it was once I got to the point where, like, the ghost started happening. Um, I will say that I really did enjoy 
the way that they handled the ghost stuff initially. They did a really good job of like kind of doing that. Like everything that's happening is just kind of on the the border of the screen. There were a lot of points where, like, I would be walking around and I'd, like, catch something out of the corner of my eye. I was like, did I see that? Like, you're, like, walking and, like, for a brief second there's something there. And then you, like, turn back and say, like, I could have sworn I saw something. You go back and it's not there anymore. And you're, I was, like, constantly doubting myself of, like, did I see that? Was mm-hmm. that, like, was that just a, a glitch artifact in the game? Did I actually see anything? They did a real good job of, like, like framing how the ghost story stuff worked. Mm. And it wasn't, like, a ton of, like you know, jump scares and except yeah. for that stupid eel. Except for that stupid eel. <laughs> that John did not like the eel. No. No. Uh, but, That's my uh, horror underwater. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. That. So like I really did enjoy it uh for the most part. Um I was not satisfied with the ending, but like I said, it's a game with like a ton of different endings. So you're so, gonna go back and play and see if you can get like the good ending or the neutral ending or the bad or like whatever thing you didn't get already, I assume, right? Yeah, because uh um, it's one of those things, yeah, where there's always sorts of different ways that it can end. And I was like, maybe I just got a really bad one. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a better one, you know, in the uh, that I can go back and do. The only problem that I have, and I had like the same kind of problem with the um, Walking Dead games and all that stuff, mm-hmm. is when I play these games, I make the choices that I would make, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't try and make the choices that I think will get me the best outcome. Mm-hmm. And because this game has like five main characters that you switch through between the games, like there was a point where, you know, there's points where like you're given the option of making the characters kind of move out of like um, character of how they were going. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, so this guy's going to be like the cocky asshole. And I try and just play as he's like the cocky asshole the whole way through. And it gets to the points where I'm like, this will probably get my ass killed, but this is what I would do if I was being a cocky asshole in this mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. And because of that, I have a hard time going back and replaying these kind of games because like now I'm kind of like going against the like my gut instinct. Like I play from the gut and trying to play against my gut is hard yeah. to do. Well, like cuz I do the same I did the same thing when I tried to restart Detroit, like when I was back when I first played it of like, all right, now I have to like I played it the whole way through how I would want to react based on the type of gameplay that I wanted to have. But going back, I have to be like, choose, I have to con- like consciously choose to either go one way or the other, knowing like, I don't want to pick the same thing that I picked the last time because I want to try to get a different outcome. But I almost have to pick the same thing because otherwise like the outcome I will get here is just like that he's probably going to die because I can't make that choice or whatever. So it's this weird thing of like wanting to pick something different, but also not wanting, but also not necessarily knowing how to, because you're trying to play completely against like your brain and your gut. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I had the same kind of feeling when I played, um, I, I originally, I only, I only played the, the first Walking Dead game. Mm-hmm. And then when Walking Dead 2 came out and I went to like, wanted to go play that, at that point I was already playing on the Xbox One, whereas I played the original one on the Xbox 360. So I was like, do I go back and replay the first game on the Xbox 360 now so I can continue my save? Because mm-hmm. like, you couldn't take my game from the Xbox 360 one and import it into the Xbox One one. Because it wasn't backwards compatible at the time, right? Or yeah, was. that wasn't a thing. Yeah, there's yeah. no way from like transferring the saves yeah, from yeah. that to that. So it was like, should I start exp- or the first game over again? I like started the first game over again, and it was the same thing. I was kind of like, do I want to just play the way I would? Because like the way I played the the first time was like I just went with my gut, and now it's like, do I just play the same exact options over again, mm-hmm. or do I try and switch it up? But now I'm not going with my gut, and then yeah. I bent, in the end I like didn't enjoy playing it as much 
the second time. Yeah, and I just didn't care by the time I got to the second one now. Because now I'm continuing on a game that isn't going the way I would want it to. Yeah, like went from being a game to being like homework. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, it's just a thing I have to do, but I don't really want to. It doesn't feel good the way I'm doing it. I just have to get it done. Yeah. And uh, so how much is Mantle of Mancha? It was 30 bucks. 30 bucks, yeah. Oh, okay. Mantle of Mancha. Yeah. Yeah, the Don Quixote game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think uh, I had a bad experience with like the actual out like end part of the game mm-hmm. because it kind of like throws a curveball at you, not game like story wise, but gameplay wise, mm-hmm. that fucked me and it kind of like really pissed me off because for the most part, any kind of action sequence are just like uh, QTE button press events. So like the very last part of the game, uh, like the last kind of main interactive part of the game was. Uh, uh, like a fight scene kind of thing where it was just a bunch of QTEs. So it would be like, you know, press X, press square, press triangle, press square, press like circle, doing that. Um, and it was like a chain of just like eight QTEs. And then the very last one, so I'm like X square, circle, X square, triangle, square, square, and then square. And then I like hit square and it doesn't do anything. And I'm like, that's weird. Square. I'm like, come on, don't fuck me at the end. And then I realized that the last one was mash square. Hmm. And there was, like, no real difference between the indicator between that. So, like, I got fucked right at the very end on the last part. And one of my characters was killed because I didn't know I was, like, supposed to mash It didn't have, like, that, to... like, circles emanating from it to let you, like, know that, like, oh, this is a multi-press thing as opposed to... Because, like, no. usually there's that, like, pulsing, like, circles going out from the icon. Yeah, to, like, kind of more show, like, this is where you hit it. It's yeah, where, like, this you is... have to tap it as opposed yeah. to just hit it. Um, I mean, like, maybe there was, but it's just my mind. I was in a rapid fire thing. Yeah, yeah, Like, because I'm just expecting, you know, when I hit square, I'm like, what's next? Yeah, and you hadn't done it up until this point. So. Yeah. So, like, I hit square, and I'm like, what's next? Like, you know, I got my, like, thumb ready to hit the next thing, and nothing else pops up, and I am go, oh, fuck. And then, like, my character dies, and I go, oh, well, shit. Like, yeah. fuck you, game. Don't throw a curveball like that at the last second. That's life, man. Yeah. That's true. Do you think you would go back? Could you play? Could you go back, play it the same way, and then just not get fucked at the end and see if that impacts actually, your ending? It actually lets you go back and like replay chapters. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just kind of interested in like I don't know exactly like if you change something if you go back and play like a chapter from the middle and you change things. How does it let you choose what point you start over from at that point going forward? I'm not really sure. I'm yeah, sure it's the whatever your decisions were at that chapter. Yeah. Like once the chapter started. Yeah, and those characters. And then you'd through. have to start a new save if you wanted to do brand new oh, stuff. Yeah, probably that. To yeah. like, if you break Because it just saves like an auto save. It just saves at the end of the chapter. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, for 30 bucks, I enjoyed it. The way I looked at it, like I said, I went in kind of thinking more like this is just going to be an interactive movie than anything. Like, I mean, if you're going to drop $20 on a Blu-ray, you could drop $30 on this and have like a, a movie you can play around in mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, at the end, it has a trailer for the next game in the anthology series, oh, which cool. is called uh, Little Hope, which is like the name of the town. It looks like it's kind of like a Blair Witchy, like um, Salem Witch Trials Oh, fun. Influenced thing uh, that looked pretty interesting. I'm, I'm excited for that one. I'll give that one a try when it comes out. Is there a release date already for it? Um, I don't know, actually. Okay. I think it does say it at the end, but I just didn't didn't remember what it was. Gotcha. But uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I'll I'll try and give it another playthrough just to see like the different outcomes I can get. Mm-hmm. I'll try and get like a perfect playthrough where nobody dies kind of thing. Yeah. And then maybe I'll try and speed run it and see how fast I can kill everybody. Nice. That'd be a fun way to play the game. Yeah, I mean, I like games where you can do that, where you can kind of change up what kind of game you're playing. Like, mm-hmm. are you playing a save everybody? Are you playing a kill everybody? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
So that should be cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it definitely made me want to go and play um, Until Dawn now because I never gave that one a try. There you go. Well, there's several games uh, from them on the PlayStation 4. You own at least two. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That should yeah. be pretty fun. What about you, John? What did you play this week? Uh, a demo for Damon X Machina came out. Okay. And they said that like the your um, progress will carry over into the, the full game, which mm-hmm. comes out on Friday. Yeah, so this one was just like the beginning of the game. Right, so this is just the prologue. But it like, like lets you make a character and everything like that. Um, so I spent like a half an hour making like the coolest me I could. Um, and then I started playing which it. Which is pretty much just any other John. Uh, he's not wrong. Uh, if it doesn't look like me or act like me, better. Mm. Uh it, but it plays like uh, like Gundam Breakers, which is good and not good. Like it's not a format that's bad, but at the same time, like at least Gundam Breakers has like the the pull of other Gundam series mm-hmm. to it. Um, but this one's like a cell shaded Gundam Breakers esque thing, um, where you have like a mech, uh, and like AI has crashed half of the moon on the planet, and like now you're going and trying to find out who made the AI rogue AI. God damn it, AI. Why are you always doing stuff like this? Yeah. Um, but you can go and, like, when you uh, when you fight enemy mechs, they drop either, like, their weapons or items or stuff like that. And then you can pick those up and use those as your own. Um, I don't know if it's inst- – it's not instantaneous. Uh, weapons are, but, like, body parts and stuff aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you have to get back to the uh, – The base or whatever. Area. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I played probably about – two or three hours of that and then joe and i tried like a, a co-op mission on it but we were like using starter gear so mm-hmm. we got easily crushed in it but it's like a short mission based thing so it's like one of those things that you can just kind of like play one or two or three missions and then be done um and then i played another game that got announced recently that was like one of those play it now things mm-hmm. um there's a there's a kirby game that came out oh you played the kirby game yeah how is it it's awful. Is it really? It's <laughs> terrible. Well, what, uh, it's, what kind of like we can save? We can. This would have been part of the lightning round, not lightning round, because it was part of a big news item this week. But tell us about it now, because my thing is also kind of from that too. So. Uh, it's uh, they they market it as a free to start game. Yeah, because it's uh, just going around and collecting like loot or something. So right? uh, you fight an enemy on the screen, and like just mass acts or or square or whatever, whatever button you're pressing, you yeah. just mash it over again. You can play with three other people. And then you fight the enemy and you get coins. Yeah, it's basically just like a boss rush mode kind okay. of thing, where like it's just you fight bosses from Kirby games, and then that when you beat cool, them, though. you get stuff. But that's all there. Like when you play Kirby, you also have like the whole aspect of playing through levels and stuff. It's, if so, it's just the boss fights. It's just like, all right, I beat a boss, fight another boss. It's trying to be a mobile game. Beat that boss. Okay, that's so like, like what? Like, what's the overall point? Like, what makes this a free to start? Like, where would you? Why you would you like ever a feel the need to go in and start the, those levels? Oh, okay. and that regenerates over time. Gotcha. You get like crystal apples or yeah. cherries or something from the tree, and that's what like you get, and that's your currency. But it's also you. You have stars that let you go into the the levels and fight them. And then with those, you get coins, and the coins you can use, or whatever. you got currency to buy weapons. Yeah. To then go fight other ones. Like, this would make sense if this was on the phone. It's still boring, but it would make more sense if it was on the phone. So it's trying to be a mobile game, but it's on the So what's, like, a, the goal? The like, what's the point? There's, or is there There no is point? none. There's four classes of Kirby that you can be. It's yeah. just, like, a mage, swordsman, yeah, hammer yeah. guy. Hammer and axe. Yeah, something like that. And you can buy different equipment for them. So you can buy different weapons and different hacks for them. And but is it like... You just play to like earn money to 
buy more better gear for your Kirby's. Do the bosses get more difficult over time? Like, why would you? I'm need assuming to upgrade? there are like multiple different bosses. I I played five different bosses, and like they do increase, but they also have levels as well. So there may only be five types, and then there's just like levels added to them. And I'm sure they'll probably update and add more later on. Yeah, but I played. Uh, like I played probably six rounds or so, and I played one of them online with three other people, and it bogged down real bad. Like it was like ten frames a second bad. I'm wondering if maybe like if we're like if the three of us are in the same room, can you do like land play? I guess. Uh, like you local? can. You can play with local people. You can All right, also, that might be better then. And like you can do the mobile game thing where like you can friend people online, and their AI will take over when you play other people. Oh, okay. Or like play online, but I straight up did like six battles and then deleted it i was like i'm never gonna play this again yeah because there's no like point to it no hmm. so i mean i i i really just played it for content like <laughs> yeah i, well, like, I want to warn other people or at least let people, other people know what it is yeah i mean it's than, free so like, yeah if you want to give it a shot it's not gonna hurt but it's not i mean it's really that's all there is to it it's boss fights it's repetitive like you just mash the x button over and over again I wonder if it's something that, like, over time, they're going to add more, like, gaminess to it, and that will make it better, and that this is just, like, the start to get you used to the idea and the mechanic, but then they'll add in other wrinkles. There was, like, maybe. a story to it to the next That's what they said. something about, like, a princess being kidnapped or something. But I played, like, four story missions, and all it is is, which boss do you want to fight? Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's not story. That's just the same thing as... It's basically just a, a reason for Kirby to be fighting things. Yeah. Just ask me a question. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. It's not. It's not good at all. Hmm. But that's that's fine. I didn't, <coughs> all all that was lost was my my time. I guess. Yeah, and that's not valuable. So. No, no, I'm not doing anything else anyway in life. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're killing time before all these other games are coming up that you need to get. So. I mean, I did. I played a lot of Damien X, and that comes out on Friday, and my character will transfer over to that. So I'm excited. It, it it's it's fun. It, did, did you give up on Astral Chain? No, I just, I was like, that came out, the Damon X thing came out on like Tuesday or something like that, and then uh, I played just that, and then I was playing Tetris as well. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah. Any, any progress on Tetris? Uh, I got to number two again. Okay. Uh, and I was very close to winning, and the dude who beat me, his name in, in Katakana, so Japanese, was uh, Mario Maker 2 San. <laughs> so like, he's already elevating himself. Um, but I got very close to beating him. I mm. even sent Joe a picture because it was like he was right there too. Um, but there's a, a another thing they added, uh, like t- uh, an update to it. So there's tickets now you can get because there's yep. like daily challenges and stuff. Um, yeah, because I played it. I played it too this week because yeah. of all the new updates and things. Mm. I bought the um the physical version that came with the DLC. Did so. you get it? Is it actually a physical version? Because John was telling me about it and he's like, I think it's a box. I think it's a cartridge. No, it does so it's it. Okay. no and then I said it was a cartridge. I watched a... Uh, oh, okay. And, uh, I watched a guy open it. Okay, like, I, missed, I missed that part. Yeah. Because uh, we were trying to figure it out because he's like, the pictures look like it's box art, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. No, but it's a good deal for the, the physical because what is it like? It's 30 bucks and you get uh, two, uh, a year of uh, online. Nintendo online. And, yeah. And then the... The ten dollar deal. Yeah, so it's the exact price of yeah. A you're year not paying of anything. You just extra. get a physical no. copy, yeah. but you have to have the physical copy to play the DLC. So, like, if you wanted to play the regular one, it won't have the DLC attached to it. You yeah. have to actually put the put cartridge. The, yeah, in. I can take the cartridge out and play it, but just there's no DLC then. Gotcha. So I have to put the cartridge in if I want to access the DLC. So yeah. you might be better off just buying 
the ten dollar DLC yeah. that way, and that way you don't have to worry about like switching the cartridge. Mm-hmm. Unless you want the box. I Unless mean, really, the, the cartridge, box. the DLC is just single player stuff anyway. So like, yeah, it's like the endless. You don't mode. need to be connected online to. Yeah, you, you would yeah. use the card to be not connected online anyway. You can play standard Tetris if you want. If you don't have access to. Mm-hmm. The a billion other versions of standard Tetris out there that you want. Yep. So you can play marathon mode if you want. Uh, it has a versus uh, uh, AI CPU mode. Yep. Uh, which I played and I I got I got first place in that. Oh, cool! Congratulations. <laughs> can't, can't get first place against other people, but I got first place in that. Maybe up the difficulty on the, the yeah. CPU. Uh, it has a like two player mode where okay. uh, you can play two people versus ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. PCs. Yeah. Versus 97 uh, PCs, and um, I think you can also do it online, maybe? I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, it's still just Tetris at that point. It was a, like, two people on the same screen. pass and play thing. Oh, yeah, like Something. a pass and play mode. Yeah. I don't know what it was, because we didn't look that far into it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I got it. I played around with it some. It's, it's cool. It's yeah. Tetris still. It's Tetris 99, so it's still always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I jumped back in because of all the other stuff they added, mm-hmm. and because I wanted to try out the... Was it Tetris? Invictus? What? Invictus? Yeah, Tetris Invictus, because uh, I'm the only one in this room that can play it. Because mm. I am the only one that has won a game of uh, Tetris 99. Joe beat the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, did you unlock that? No, no. you didn't. Because no. he's Sit not. down. Yeah, he's not Invictus enough. Yeah, mm. exactly. I'm so Invictus, it's crazy. Uh, I only got, I think I got like top 40 a couple of times when I played it. It's just faster to start. So as, as you get less people, obviously the speed... It gets even faster. It gets even faster. So you're basically starting, um, you know, where you would have started in the 40s in terms of speed. Like, that's what you're doing now. Gotcha. Instead of, like, getting to the 40s and having it be that speed. So. Uh, that almost sounds more fun because then you can get more levels done faster. Or, like, more rounds done faster. Yeah, kind of. Uh, like, But also I was dying earlier, so that also makes it so that yeah, way I can get more rounds done faster. Yeah. Uh, which was fine, but I jumped back in and played like the regular one too. Got my tickets, which unlock themes, which I, none of them were like. Mm. I got the Zelda one. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it has like remixed, uh, like OG Legend of Zelda music. Oh, the, yeah, the music thing will be cool. I was just wondering why there wasn't like a theme that makes it look like the Game Boy Tetris, because like that's what I want. What I told Joe is I want uh, the music B theme. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, even it care. Can what... Just be like the regular thing. I just want different music. Yeah, I don't even care what the music is. I would like. I would love for the background to look like that green Game Boy because yeah. like that's how I play Tetris. Like that's what that's I want to see. How you picture in your head when you yeah. think of Tetris? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I close my eyes at night, that's how mm. I see it. Um, Tetris effect, man. Yeah, exactly. It's so real. Uh, I'm surprised that that's not an option. That wasn't an option at the start. Yes. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to update and add more yeah, like, as time goes by. Of course, because like, I think it's what? It's like 15 tickets to get a theme, and in one day you get like 12. So Yeah, you it's... can earn a, a total of 12 uh, online. You yeah. can earn, like, uh, I think probably double that if you do the um, single-player ones. Yeah, I think so. So like, you're if you have that, you're going to run out of themes pretty quickly, and then there's no point for the challenges. Yeah, I think there's like eight of them. There's not yeah. that many. Uh, but the challenges are just like kill five people or make it to the top fifty. Today's was get like four teaspins, oh, and I was at... like, I don't teaspin ever. Yeah, I'm not good at teaspins. That's the hump you're gonna probably have to get over to win because teaspins drop more junk. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and then I also tried out the other new thing that was introduced this week, uh, which will lead into the lightning round. Not lightning round in a second. Is I tried out the SNES games on the Switch. The new SNES online games, which were announced during this week's Nintendo Direct. Um, And it's 20 games, I believe. Yes. Um, They have 
a bunch of classics. They got your Star Foxes, your Mario Karts, Mario World. Uh, they got tennis, soccer. Uh, Link to the Past. Link to the Past is there. Uh, Kirby the Adventure 3. Puyo Pop. Puyo Pop. Um, yeah, if you got the list fully. Uh, but I tried tennis, which I was very, very terrible at. I think because I was, I was so used to playing like Mario Tennis that I expected, you know, like I played it as if like my character would run and dive for the thing, but obviously it doesn't no. do that. Uh, so I couldn't really get the timing of it down, which was a little wonky. Um, and then I played some Mario World. So what's on the list, John? So we have Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Super Metroid Stunt Race FX, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, Star Fox, F-Zero, Pilot Wings, Kirby's Dream Course, Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Puyo 2, Super Soccer, and Super Tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of like obvious yeah. ones that you would expect, uh, and then there's a lot of like weird choice. Like I don't know what Brawl Brothers is at all. Oh, no Super idea. Puyo Pop 2 is the first time it's ever been released here. Yeah, oh, really? That's yeah. a Japanese... Well, even like the box art, it was weird because it was the Japanese box art. Because it's never been released here. Yeah, there's so no like all of the other icons are the Super Nintendo box yeah. art, and then there's just this, what looks one. like a Switch case yeah. uh, in something in Japanese. But I was like, oh, it's Puyo something because I recognize the, the character. The little blobs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like... I'm, Super glad to have him. It was very surprising, but also not surprising that it was introduced as part of the Nintendo Direct. I mean, it's something we've been mentioning like every other week for a yeah, while now. But, but to have it finally show up, because even like they announced the Nintendo Direct was coming, uh, and John was like, what do you think is going to be in the Nintendo Direct tomorrow? Uh, just like, you know, on the side. I'm like, oh, probably some Luigi's Mansion stuff, maybe some Pokemon stuff, like, yeah, standard fare. Like, I didn't expect any like big, crazy like surprises and this was definitely like a surprise to just like throw this out there and have it be available right then and there and not like a and we'll be rolling this out in the coming weeks or anything like that um so that was pretty cool so, i also um, played demon's quest um crest which, or crest sorry um which i had no clue what it was but i was just like that looks badass yeah and so i started playing it and like the first thing that happens is like a giant dragon busts through the wall and you have to kill it and I, like i was like all right this is cool like the sprite art looks really great um, and then I played like through the first like four uh, like elements, I guess, which consist of the first level. And then you go to like an overworld map and you can do other things. It's like oh, a cool. it's like a Zelda game in the fact that like you collect different weapons that affect your map. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That you can actually go back and do other stuff. Because like I got something that let me like blow up rock walls. And I was like, there was rock walls in the first level. So I guess you can go back in and do that. Cool. Um, but it was a game I'd never heard of before. And I guess Joe said it's a... It's a like spinoff of the uh, Ghost and Goblin games. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You play like the the gargoyle, I guess, in that mm. the Ghost yeah, and Goblins a, games. Yeah, it's a, a later enemy in the game. Gotcha. Um, but it's like uh, it's one of those like little known, super like popular ones mm-hmm. kind of thing, uh, or not. Um, Super well received. Like people, you know, those. Oh, yeah. Cult following. Yeah. Demon Crest is a great game, but nobody knows about it. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic game that nobody, like, ever really talks about when they talk about great Super Nintendo games. Well, now people are going to have the opportunity to. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Uh, And then you brought over Blood and Truth, which we tried, um, Mm -hmm. which was was fun. I'm down to play more of that game. Uh, It was cool. It was a little, little bit more story heavy at the beginning than I was ready for. When it's, when it starts proper, like after the little prologue just getting you used to the like, controls and everything. It was just like nonstop talking and I didn't do anything and I couldn't skip it. And it was just like, all right, I guess I'm just going to sit here with the headset on and 
watch these people talk with a British accent and plot to murder. Cool. Yeah. It's but it's a, trying to be a full title. So yeah, you're exactly. getting cutscenes from a full title. You're just not used to it when you're wearing a headset, I think. But also, I feel like those cutscenes were way longer. They were incredible. And long. they weren't cutscenes. They were like in game, like in engine. Yeah, you could still like fuck around with things, which is stuff that it did. So I guess we should mention Blood of Truth uh, is the like spiritual sequel? successor. Spiritual, spiritual successor of yeah. um, what like was it called? The London, London Heist. London Heist. Yeah, which that was, was part a... of the PlayStation VR World's like demo, not demo pack, but like games experience Collection. pack that came out when uh, PlayStation VR launched. Yeah, uh, and I mean that one had this like the same kind of thing because yeah, in that one there was like the part where you're sitting at a poker table talking to a guy. Yeah. But there was like a lot more stuff you could interact with in that one. Like you were just playing with a lighter because it was the only thing they would give you to play with really. Yeah, at that or I was part. just like slapping people mm-hmm. or like punching stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, okay, I guess I'll just sit here because I don't want to, normally like in a game when you sit there watch the cutscene, you just watch the cutscene because you can't interact with anything. This is, I'm watching what is essentially a cutscene but can interact with the world and so I'm not paying attention. I'm just like, hey, look, I can pick a thing up. Like, I don't know, I'm a child, so it uh, it somehow was impressive to me that I could yeah. interact with the yeah, world. Easily entertained. And yeah, then when exactly. you got to the part where you were supposed to do something with the uh, security cameras, and you're like, oh shit, I've not been paying attention at all. Yeah. Well, I that, don't know what I'm supposed to be finding on these security cameras. And then there was a part where it's like, let's teach you how to shoot guns, or like modify your gun, and I couldn't do it because I didn't have access to two hands. because The game was glitched. Because the game was glitched because I picked up the lighter and it wouldn't let me drop it, so... Uh, but I, I like that was pretty fun. I'd be down to play more of that. I thought that was entertaining. Yeah, it was cool. It's a good time. Yeah, um, I, I got it for. It's normally a forty dollars game. It was on sale at GameStop for twenty dollars. So yeah, yeah. it's like I wouldn't pay forty dollars for a VR game, no. but I'll pay twenty dollars for a VR game. Yet again, it's, it's another thing that you say that comes into fruition shortly after. Because Joe and I were at uh, GameStop, and it was literally Sunday we were at GameStop, and I was saying this, and then Monday you're like, yeah, twenty bucks is really what I would want to pay for it. And then yeah. Monday rolls around, and it was like a Labor Day sale, and it was twenty bucks, and I was like. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> yeah, good deal. Uh, all right, well, we've teased it enough, so we're going to jump into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, and we're starting things off with the Nintendo Direct, which was a surprise. I think it was Monday afternoon. They said new Direct tomorrow, um, so obviously we missed the hype or the prep for it last week. Uh, it was just something that got thrown out there, uh, and there was quite a bit of stuff. Like we, yeah. was, I didn't think that there would be. I thought they were content to maybe just like ride into the fall, with the games that they have announced already that people are excited for, but yet there was a, a lot to go over. So, John, I believe you have the list. You yeah. said you were taking extensive notes. Uh, so what happened during this week's Nintendo Direct? It was a like 48-minute video, so it was quite long. Um, and it starts off with something that we had teased earlier in that Overwatch is coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. surprising uh, literally nobody. Well, people who don't pay attention to... Everyone listens to this show. So surprising, uh, like, literally nobody. Honestly, when they just opened straight up with that, I yeah. was I was wondering if that was a thing that they were like, "Fuck, we, we just gotta, gotta we just gotta, gotta get ahead of it like right away." Yeah. Uh, if it was something they were maybe thinking they were gonna save for later on, be like, "And here's a big surprise," but no, they're just like, "All right, everyone already fucking knows, so let's just start with it." Well, it's yeah. coming out October fifteenth, so it's really only a, a month and a half away. So it's not terribly like they could have. They have to pr- hype it up a little bit before a lot of people have pre-order or whatever garbage that people do. Yeah. Now that there was no indication of any new modes or anything, right? No, it just said that all of the characters are going to be there, but they're okay. all free DLC, so yeah. they're all going to be there anyway. Well, not necessarily. It could be in this port where we're starting from scratch and we're going to roll out characters yeah. again. Mario is in it now. I mean, 
Is that out of the realm? Us. Is that out of the realm of possibility? I think if surprised. anything, they would probably put the rabbits in with the like the goofy guns and stuff. Yeah, but that's that's uh, stuff made by a different company. Like that's a that's a Ubisoft. that's a Ubisoft yeah. character. Not I don't think a they Nintendo would put character. Mario in it though, because it's guns. Samus maybe. Samus, Link, you know, like a Link skin for was it Genji? Like isn't that he? The, who's the one with the? He's the ninja. Yeah, who's the one with the bow and arrow? Somebody has a bow and arrow. I don't know. I honestly, I know jack shit about Overwatch. It's been so long. Even the people I knew that played Overwatch don't play Hanzo. anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like a link skin for that maybe. Like I would see skins before I saw like actual characters. Yeah. But that could still be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd be super down for that. I mean, I wouldn't play it, but I'd be down to like watch it. Does that like, game look. have hats? I know Team Fortress has hats. No, there are skins. Just okay. yeah. your whole character. Yeah, yeah just I, was, I could thing. picture somebody getting like a Mario hat. Yeah, Cappy. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so what was next and then next on the list was my phone turning off uh the luigi's mansion 3 they like went in depth talked about some of the new modes and stuff like that um every floor in the mansion is going to be themed completely different okay um which seems nifty there was a bunch of like there was like a casino themed one there was like so, a western themed one an egypt themed one an egypt themed one um, which was cool because he's running around backing him up all the the, the sand hmm and then they uh, de- detailed about the multiplayer, uh, where you can play uh, up to two to eight players, and okay. uh, half of them are regular Luigi's and half of them are Luigi's, and Luigi. you see who can suck up the most ghosts or the most coins, or I think there was another mode too. It looked nifty. I don't really play much multiplayer stuff, so I don't care all that much. Did they confirm, is there going to be a reverse box art where it's Luigi's Mansion 3? No, but that would be amazing. Sure would. Joe, say it so it can happen. They should totally make a reverse uh, box art that, that says Guidi's Mansion on it. Thank you. It's in the bank. There yeah. it is. It's going to happen now. Next on the list was the crappy Kirby game called mm. uh, Sur- Super Kirby Clash, and it's available now. Which is, it threw me sure off is. because I think there was, a, there was a Kirby Clash game before, but it was like a four-player fighting game. This one's Super Kirby Clash. It's completely different from the one that it was. Yes. Maybe I, I mean maybe I'm confusing a, a different one for the the DS. But I know that there was a four player like fighting Kirby game that came out as a, as, called... a, as a free to play DS game. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Which um, is what I thought this was going to be, and then it just was like, oh wait, it no, it's not. not something else. There was a lot of like available now stuff. Um, Kirby Mass Attack. Squeak Squad. No, that, that's a Squeak Squad. Those are the Kirby Battle Royale. That's, that's might be the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Triple Deluxe. Nope, that's just a regular Kirby game. Uh, no, Battle Royale cost money. But that no, also maybe looks it was, like... Maybe it was a, like a cheap one yeah. to add more later on. Uh, the next thing on the list was uh, Trials of Mana, which is the third uh, game in the Mana franchise. Yep. Which it's I think getting... the last Nintendo Direct, they announced that the first two were coming. And yeah, that, like, Collections this third... of Mana. The yeah. collection was announced, yeah. And then which they said just that... came out recently. The collection uh, has the original Trials of Mana for the first time released in the U.S. Right. The original Super Nintendo version. And this is the remake that will be coming out later. But it's a full 3D remake. Mm-hmm. So it's like a completely new game um, that's coming April 4th, 2020. Um, then after that, they talked about Return of the Oberdin, which is like a first-person mystery game made by the people who did Papers, Please. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing a lot of stuff from this online. Like, I really dig the art style. Yeah, um, it's like kind of looking like a Game Boy almost. Like yeah. everything's like super simplistic and like just lines. It's a, it's an ultra high res GBA looking game. It kind is. Of thing. Yeah, 
Um, but um, like the actual gameplay, I felt was just like okay, it's like you're just basically watching things and then trying to figure out what happened yeah. by like watching replays of the past. Mm. And I was like, all right, it's like an interesting idea, but I don't know if it's exactly. It's a very fun Steam game. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's but it did well um, critically. Yeah. Um, after that, they talked about uh, Little Town Hero, which is Game Freak, the company that makes Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their game that was initially just called Town, where it's an action RPG, RPG that all takes place in a town. Um, and But they elaborated a little bit more on it where you use ideas to fight monsters. Yeah, I, this kind of actually made me Not less want interested it. in this. Yeah. It's like Scribblenauts. Like, I have the idea of a gun, and so there's a gun, and now I use that to, like... No, like it was that? like you're trying to use like innovation to like defeat the monsters as opposed to you only have a shield and your character's name is Axe, which makes no no sense. <laughs> um, but you use ideas and then like you can move around the town and if you move close enough to another villager, that villager will help you or townsperson because it's a town mm-hmm. uh, will help you attack the monster. So like it's a strategy aspect of it. It honestly does not look very good. No, yeah, I watched I like the, the art style, but it just doesn't Yeah, I watched it and I just kind of went like, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. This is weird. Um, but that's coming out uh fairly soon. That's October 16th. Like good on them for I guess trying something different, but yeah. Mm, yeah. The next thing they talked about was Banjo and Kazooie being available in Smash right now. Ooh, if you have the character pass expansion. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the third character out of the five fighters that they have announced for the, um, no. I think it's the fourth. No. Cause the next one is the fourth. What it's, is it? The, it's Banjo, Joker, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, the, the, the guy, like Dragon Quest. Yeah. Dragon Quest hero. And I thought there was one more. There is. No, the, that the fourth next. is Terry Bogart. So there's still one more mystery. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. That's gotcha. Yeah, I jumped. I jumped the guy. I was like, no, because yeah, I saw yeah. a bunch of graphics that were like, okay, There's here are the left. four. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was because it got announced during so the, the stealth launch of Banjo uh, being added was then followed up by the announcement of the next character, which is Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury. Yeah. And that, we talked about the the SNK leak last week. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. we did. Okay. I don't remember if that was we talked about it ourselves or if we talked about it on the podcast, but yeah, there was a leak last week that had like SNK written at the bottom of the like uh, um, promo the... art for uh, Smash Brothers, and it was like, okay, so it's going to be an SNK character. Yeah. And John, you actually called that one because me and you were talking about it. In the yeah, car. it was like the dude with the red hat and yeah, the white. Like, yeah, the guy with the red and white hat and the long hair. And I was like, I don't remember what game it was from, but it's that guy. Mm. Uh, they also announced that the final fighter is in development and other characters. So this isn't the end of the characters being added to Flash. No, uh, this was like, Smash. I think this was like, it's labeled expansion pass one or, or character pass one. No, this was the first announcement that they were doing more. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah it, but like, like the thing ended and then the guy who's doing the like commentary yeah. said like, and that's not the end of Smash. He's like, I'm now proud to say that there are other characters in development. So gotcha. you will have more fighters coming in the future. Well, yeah. I think it's still called like character pass one, but it was never anything like it was just, than... I think it's just called the Fighter Pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just Fighter Pass. Um, so that's great for people who love Smash. That's also a shit ton of characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes me wonder, like, are they really being, uh, sticking to the, this is the ultimate version of Smash Brothers, and they're just, instead of, like, worrying about another Smash Brothers, just, just worry about updating to this one, like, constantly. I mean, 
That'd be for, worth your money. For the rest of the lifespan of Switch, yeah. For sure, yeah. Like, the Switch 2 will probably have a new Smash. Like, whatever the next-gen uh, Nintendo. Ultimate. Yeah, will have something. But, yeah, I can and see this easily being... Ultimate Smash Infinity or something. <laughs> yeah, this could easily be, the like, a games-as-service Overwatch type where, like, yeah, we're just going to keep adding characters and you can get them or you can not. Who cares? Yeah, I think that's Do cool. You. That's, that's great for people who love Smash and... Like, don't want to spend 60 bucks on another full-on game. All right, so here's the question. Who's the is, last person? Is Waluigi the last person in the fighter no. pass, or is he the first one that gets announced no. as the more characters? I, I, him out. I actually had a prediction on, on that one. So I didn't this ask one, for that. I asked you to answer this, my question. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was preceded by uh, Piranha Plant. Mm. being the free character yep. before the fighter pass came out. Yep. My prediction is this will come out They'll announce the Fighter Pass 2 coming. They'll announce the first character of Fighter Pass 2, and then Waluigi will be the free character that comes before that. Okay, so we'll get the fifth character of the Fighter Pass 1. Then you'll get the first character of Fighter Pass 2. Then the But we want to give something to our longtime fans for right. free. while you're waiting. And then it's uh, big, lanky Waluigi. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my prediction. And you think he's getting left out completely? He will never be a, a No, they're just going to ride this till the end of time. Mm. Yeah. I think he's going to be the fifth. I think they're going to be like, you've, we, we've heard you. We've, you know. When would they announce that? Like, they'd have to, it'd have to be big. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Game Show? Did that happen? Did that happen? No. Is that it, this week? I think it's this week. This upcoming week. Yeah, but I don't think you'd announce characters back-to-back like that. No, it's going to be a while. Before, we'll get the announcement of the fifth character, and then it'll be a while before we find out who's part of character, uh, Pass 1. Oh, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be on the one-year anniversary of Ultimate coming out, which is the beginning of December. Oh. My, you you my hype ex- people for the... like, And you hype a bundle that's like, it's the game and the Fighter Pass. It's now available for $60 yeah. for this Christmas. Here it is. And that it has Waluigi. I could see that being... Uh, the way that it the works. Ultimate Ultimate Edition. Yeah, yeah. My guess is that the um, the mascot for the 2020 Olympics is going to be in there somehow. Ooh. Whether it's like an assist trophy or like he's going to be in the game. I mean, does anyone have a prediction who five is going to be the fifth person? I just said Waluigi. He, yeah. Oh, you think Waluigi is going to be the fifth person? Yeah, That's yeah. yeah. Just oh, talking yeah. about. It. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm still on my theory because mm. it's the right one. So you didn't actually want to know if anybody had any other theories. You just wanted just, to prove you weren't listening. To, yeah. <laughs> he just wants to hear himself talk. Yeah. 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 I just want to prove that I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, uh, also, going to predict that uh, Thanos or some sort of Marvel character is going to be in Smash. Oh, because of Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that being a thing. Yeah, that could be possible. I feel like I remember them saying that like no comic book characters will be added to it. They, yeah. I think they said that it's only going to be people that are like video game characters first. Yeah, like primarily. Well, I mean, there could be so many that we throw out then, like Crash Bandicoot. Or... Yeah, yeah. Because I remember people were saying like, "Oh, put Goku in it," and they were like, "We're not putting Goku in it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a big push for a while was get Goku or something. But I like the fact that it is it is video game characters. Mm-hmm. Like that's what this is. It's a video game character Crossover fighting event. game. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that then. But I, again, it would not surprise me if that no. was the case. If there's some maybe a more obscure one, maybe someone that isn't in Ultimate Alliance, but just somebody that the creator really likes or something. I could see that being a thing too. Cause also, you have to, well, I guess it wouldn't really matter cause Capcom, is there a Capcom character in Smash? Uh, oh, Mega, Mega Man. Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Capcom, I was gonna say, I don't know if Capcom owns rights to Marvel characters and fighting games of some kind. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what he's like, saying. Like, yeah. do they have, the, do they have the rights to 
putting Marvel characters in video games and would they give that right to them? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, next on the list was uh, they were elaborating more on uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening that's coming out. Yeah, um, a couple weeks, right? They talked about the... Yes, it's on the 20th. Mm-hmm. Talked about the Chamber Dungeon mode, which is like Mario Maker, but for uh, dungeons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they said that it lets you place chambers you've earned on your adventure to arrange your own dungeon and save them to compatible amiibos. Yeah, oh, which, cool. is, which is something they showed off the, the dungeon thing before. Yes. Uh, but before it looked like it was only like a set, like eight rooms that you could set it in. Yeah. Now it showed that you can actually like... I think it's any dungeon you go into. You can build big branching dungeons before. Yeah. Originally what they showed was just basically like a, a four by four cube. Oh. And now it showed that you could build them in every direction. Because I remember seeing that going like, oh, if you can just only make like a four by four cube it's gonna get old that's gonna get really old really fast but now that you can actually create like yeah big sprawling different dungeons in any direction that's pretty cool uh, and the fact that you can like save them and bring them to other people now yeah is to also cool. legend of zelda amiibos and then they also announced that the new legend of zelda, zelda amiibo for Link's awakening will be out the same day well we already knew that one yeah uh i don't think we did oh it's been up for pre-order and but it's the, the, the same pre- say day. no day on them no, it's always said the same date. I don't know. My pre-order says, we'll let you know when it's shipping because we don't have a ship date on oh. it. But anyway, yeah. it'll be on the same day and you can put your yeah. um, your your saved dungeons to any Legends of Amiibos and then like the dungeons also can have themes to them so like you can make them bomb-only rooms or something like that. So oh, it's not cool. just like a yeah. reskin Lego moving around thing. You can yeah, make yeah. your own thing. Uh, next on the list was a game called Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore which is a... Uh, Alice Games and uh, Fire Emblem crossover action RPG or uh, turn R- turn based RPG. Well, the the um, Tokyo Mirage session has been out for a while. This, yeah. This this Switch version is adding Final Fantasy characters like as Fire a bonus Emblem or Fire, uh, Fire Emblem characters as a bonus. Yeah. So um, it's just a like enhanced version of the game that's already been out. Yeah, it looks weird. Uh, it's about people trying to break into like the entertainment industry and has like uh, exclusive songs. I'm guessing they have some sort of relevancy to the the plot of it no it was like character exclusive songs oh yeah um but uh a friend of mine said that his friend was super stoked and waiting for this game to go to um the switch and so now he's happy they can play it yeah because it was on ps4 before this yeah i think so or maybe even beta yeah um next on the list was (laughs) deadly premonition 2 Uh, a blessing in disguise is going to be available in 2020 uh the original it was a very weird game. It's like a survival horror game that like is like the movie The Room, where it's really bad, but it's a people. Sweary game. I don't know. I think it's Sweary who makes it. People, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, people love it for like the fact that it's bad. And that's that's the thing that I was thinking about this one with the sequel. So the first one is a game that people really enjoy because of how like bad and goofy and kind of weird it is. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you try and capture that lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. Like you, you can get pandemic too. Well, but like, yeah. but you can accidentally make a bad game that's fun, but if you try to make a bad game that's fun, it yeah. does not come out the way you want it. But yeah. who's to say they're trying to make a what if they try to make a good game and succeed? Like what if they're like, oh the, the only reason they could have been making a sequel to this is because of the hype that it got from but people do, knowing it as a bad game. But do they know that people enjoy it because it's a bad game? Or do they just see that a bunch of people bought No, the internet game? exists. People know. I know, but how much are they... Like, if they just look at their sales and be like, wow, this exceeded expectations by any of our wildest imagination, 
then they were like, okay, cool. It printed money. We're going to print money again. I mean, they didn't t- mean not have gone to Twitter or Reddit or whatever to see, like, what are they actually saying about it? Because they bought it, so. Like, does does Tommy Wiseau want to make good movies? Or does he want to keep making Tommy Wiseau movies? I mean, going back to, like, the room kind yeah, of Yeah, or, I mean, Yuva Bowl does it on purpose because he knows he's making shitty movies. Yeah. yeah. But, so the, like, like, we can't question the intent. The fact is that irony has made this game happen. You did this to yourself. Like... <laughs> Yeah. The, the people who wanted this, now we're gonna shit on this game if it sucks because it sucks, not sucks because it's fun. Like I've, or like fun because it sucks. Or I like, I haven't enjoyed an Earth Defense Force game as much as I did the first one. In the subsequent releases, you because mean, they're, they're the, the same modern games. ones, because they're the same game over and over again for the most part. Well, yeah. also like they. The reason the first one was bad uh, was good is because it was bad. Yeah, and then they tried to make good bad games after that mm. and it just doesn't capture the magic as much well, well you can play the original because they've remastered it and put it on the switch now that's cool and uh, it was a 360 game so i'm pretty sure that like you can still find copies of it and they're they're kind of hard to find okay it didn't sell very well because it was bad um i have played it it's it's not good it's well. just it's like hard to control so it's like not even bad but like it just looks like poop it does look like poop. Yeah. And the voice acting is terrible. Well, yeah. Shout out to uh, podcast super fan Brian, who, uh, and my friend Brian, who uh, listens to every episode. That's why he's a super fan. Nice. Uh, he played and Shut loved. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> don't, don't say that to him. <laughs> he's listening to this. He'll hear you. Um, now you're embarrassed. Oh. Uh, he played Deadly Premonition and he yeah. loved it. I remember him talking about it when that game came out. I don't remember the specifics of he thought it was so bad it's good, uh, but like he, I remember him enjoying it and having a good time with it. So um, I'm excited to hear what he has to say about whether or not he's excited yeah. for Deadly Premonition 2. The trailer looked just as kind of goofy as the, the original did, and I think it's a Switch exclusive, so it makes sense, like a lower res kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, next on the list was Doom 64 being released for the first time uh, on a different console. Cool. Now Since was, the original release. I was confused by this, because is Doom 64 a different game? It's Doom 64. A different to what Doom? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely different game. Yeah, I think I think it is. I don't think it's I, Doom I, I, on I, the Nintendo sixty four. So we called it Doom sixty four. I think Doom Doom sixty four is, is a completely thing, different. Thing. But I don't know because I never played. Well, it. that's the thing I was confused because I thought Doom sixty four was just Doom on the Nintendo sixty four. I wasn't aware that Doom sixty four was a completely separate game yeah. from Doom. So when they're like, we're putting Doom sixty four on the Switch, I was like, doesn't that just mean you're putting Doom on the Switch? No, it's a different game. But I, yeah, I guess it's a completely different game. Yeah. Uh, um, it was released for the Nintendo. Yeah, it's a first-person shooter game developed for the Nintendo 64. It's a sequel to Doom 2: Hell on Earth. Oh, really? So this is technically Doom 3 then. Yeah. 2.5. Yeah, because Doom 3 is Doom 3. Right. So. Yeah. So this is Doom 2.9, mm. I guess. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that just that just confused me because I was basically just saying like, so it's just Doom on the Switch, but yeah. I didn't realize that Doom sixty four was its own game. When I saw this as part of the announcement, I too thought like, oh, that was just Doom on the Nintendo sixty four, but it has like sixty four graphics, and somehow it's like maybe there's extra modes that they added to it, but it's still Doom like yeah. one Doom. Yeah, I was no, like, does, did it have it's different? A music? completely different thing. No. Yeah. That's coming out November twenty second. Cool. Uh, next on the list was uh, High Res Studios. Is the company that made Paladins and Smite and Clash Royale, mm-hmm. or not Clash Royale, whatever the other one they had. Anyway, uh, they have a new IP called Rogue Company, which is yet another hero-based online-only third-person shooter. Cool. 
but it's like based on like spies and i stuff. remember this being announced somewhere else and in looking for it couldn't find it anywhere i think i remember this being announced at like two years ago during microsoft's uh like e3 press conference oh this is all new to me i hadn't seen this before doesn't look good no it looks pretty pretty poor i mean paladins was so awesome though how could it Slate not was a be? good game i have a thousand achievement just... points in paladins just because it was free yeah and like i was playing it during early access times where there was no run sounds like running around <laughs> was completely silent cool yeah it was it's not great um so we have high hopes for a rogue company uh, next on the list was Pokemon Sword and Shield's uh, elaborations on like what's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, characters are fully customizable, so you can put on your own hair and clothes and t-shirts eye color. and eye color and makeup and stuff like that. This is stuff you could do in the last couple of games, mm-hmm. so it's not like a big big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. You can only change your hair, I thought, in the well, last You could game. change all your clothes, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was new to me. I didn't play the last ones very much. Yeah, you could do it in like uh, all the 3DS ones. Okay. Um, they also announced the, uh, there's a Pokemon camp. So as you travel around, you can just pitch a tent and have a camp and Mm -hmm. like play with your Pokemon and like get more, um, interaction with them and it'll like increase their likability towards you. You can also like play with other people. You can like invite other in the wild zone. You can. Yeah. So again, this wild zone thing is so up in the air. I have no clue what it is, but it sounds like an online only mode. Yeah. I'm still not sure what that is. Yeah. And it's like wild zone TM. Like it's capital W capital Z. Um, so you can also go and pitch tents and have fun with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, and in that you can also make your own curry. Uh, there are over 100 types of curry, and you have a curry decks, so you can make as many curries as you want to fill out your curry decks. Wow, so all the curries in the game, but all the Pokemon aren't? Nice try, Sword and Shield. Damn. Um, but that's, they had this with berries, and... Um, yeah, there were like Poke snacks at one point, yeah, and Poke so this gummies, is just so each game kind of has their own version of I'm this. sure it's, there's going to be a mini game in this one where mm-hmm. like you have to stir the curry and make sure it doesn't burn yeah, or something stir like that. Stir it right, don't, don't stir it too fast. But Japanese curry is delicious, so I just watched that and I was like, damn, I want some of that. Mm-hmm. They also showed off new Pokemon, right? Yeah, they showed off two new Pokemon, I didn't write them down because you're going to find out about them one eventually. One was uh, like a, a teacup? A teacup that evolves into a teapot. And it was mm. called Poltegeist. It was a ghost-themed one. Yes. Oh, that also Geist. said Got that it. if you like it, it'll let you drink some of its tea. That was kind of creepy. Which means that you're, awesome. it's going to pour itself inside of your mouth. Yeah. You're drinking it's You're drinking its. <laughs> if you, if you get close its, enough to it, yeah. it'll let you drink it. That's so hot. You're drinking right out of its, its essence Spigot. right out of its spout. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So hot. The tea, I mean, not the act of it. That's weird, creepy, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Uh, but yeah, the tea well, is hot. Kind of puts a, a, a weird spin on the Pokemon universe going on in there. There's already enough weird shit going on. I'm just excited for all the cosplays of people like dressing up as their like customized trainer, just holding around these ghost teapots at conventions and sipping out of them. They also had a, um, uh, like a pelican. I don't remember its name. Oh, yeah. A weird, weird bird. That uh, oh, weird bird is the name of the Pokemon. Yeah, one of its moves is it dives into the ocean, and if it gets a fish, it'll hold it there, and if you hit it while it's holding the fish, it'll spit it out at you. Yeah, hmm. you use surf. Yeah, that's right. You use yeah. surf, and it'll catch weird something. Weird bird right. used surf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, weird bird got fish. 
weird bird. Which is weird because it's super spit, effective. spits fish at you. Which is weird because it just gets a fish. Yeah. Not like a Pokemon. It's it not, doesn't get like a magic card. It's not like a magic card. Yeah. It's just fish. So it always makes me wonder, like, are there are there just birds in Pokemon world, or are all the birds Pokemon? Yeah, like, are there normal animals, or is every animal in the Pokemon universe a Pokemon? Yeah. Like, are there dogs and bears? Or yeah, is... do people just have pets, or do they just have Pokemon pets? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Detective Pikachu didn't really go into that level of detail that I was no. looking for. So. Well, I think that at one point they said, like, what are we eating? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. What do they is, eat? Is everyone Pokemon? a vegetarian? But even the plants are fucking Pokemon yeah. in their world. No, it's all like it's the Impossible Burger. It's all just like man-made but meats. It, and... But that's made out of vegetables. Yeah, but it's like man-made vegetables too. Is it? Is it an Oddish? No, no. It's like completely. It's completely fabricated. It's like or what's printed. the, the palm tree one? Just, everyone just starves. Yeah, the executor, the trees, executor. the trees are fucking things. I had executor for breakfast. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, mill, mill tanks like mm-hmm. cows yeah there you go um then they announced the snes games on the switch which we talked about earlier yep uh which will have the rewind function function like mm-hmm. the nes games do yes they also announced that they are going to put out a new controller which is an snes controller that charges and it's the same way it's wireless yep um you USB-C. can buy it in singular ones so you don't have to buy two of them at the same time they're 30 bucks a piece and you can only buy them if you're a nintendo online subscriber yep yeah and it's different from the nintendo ones because the nintendo ones had the the, the rails, rails on yeah them, these so are usb yeah you could charge them by like putting them on the system uh this one it does not have that and i'm also interested and I never tested out with the, the the official Nintendo ones. Are they just straight Bluetooth, or do they only connect to the Switch? I don't know. I'm not I've sure. I've never tried so it. So I'm kind of interested in getting these, but like only really if they they're Bluetooth and they can connect to other things. Yeah. Because at this point, I already have like a bunch of uh, Super Nintendo wireless controllers because I have like modded uh, original ones that are Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. I have like the 8-bit Do ones. 8-bit Do. Eight bit dough ones, eight bit dough ones, uh, and then like, do I need to buy a, a third set of wireless Bluetooth? Yeah. Super yes, you do, controllers, because it comes in a cool box that says Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, yeah, I've thought about it, but at the same time, like I was playing it the when I was playing it the other day, it's it was different from the Nintendo one because the Nintendo one it's just the two buttons and the D pad, and I couldn't really recreate that feel as well with the Joy-Con buttons or Pro Controller button layouts. But a Super Nintendo controller is four buttons, and it's pretty Jeez, much yeah. yeah, and it's pretty much laid out the exact same as like the current controllers, yeah. pretty much. And so bumpers it, on it too, so it's not just two triggers; it's four. What Super Nintendo controller? The the new one does really? Yeah, it has ZL and ZR on it. Because I remember being like they're really tiny, but I remember seeing them and being like, oh wow, oh I didn't see that part. Yeah, I didn't see that. Wait, you saw them already? In I've the, only seen in the, in the video. Oh, I've only seen them like in the box. Oh no, okay. they showed him it like had like a 3D thing in the video. Gotcha. And it showed the charging port. He was like, "You can use any USB charging port." He's like, "If you yeah. have one for your phone, you can use it. If yeah. you have one for your computer, you can use it." Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that wasn't a part of the direct, but that came out after though, with regards to the SNES oh, uh, yeah. games, mm-hmm. was that they are no longer going to be sticking to a strict regular schedule with releasing additional NES online and uh, SNES online games. So. Yeah, up until this point, they were just monthly releases. Where yeah, they put out like two or three monthly releases. This week would have been the week we most likely would have got that announcement because it was usually the week after we get the PlayStation Plus. So now you don't have to worry about them not releasing at the same time because who knows when we're going to get those other ones. But 
I mean, that kind of makes sense because they effectively just gave us 10 months worth of new games all at once by giving us like 20 SNES games. Yeah. So they could have been like, we're giving you SNES games. We're rolling them out. Here's the first month. It's two games. We're adding them to the online library. They instead said, oh, we're giving you 20, but we're not going to release them every month now. So I, I guess That's it kind of evens out. Um, we don't pay for it anyway. So. Yeah. And I don't normally jump at the new ones that come out each month anyway, so it's not really that big of a deal. No. Uh, at least to me anyway. But eh, if you're a diehard Nintendo, Super Nintendo online player, then that might be a little bit of a bummer to you. Uh, then they talked about the uh, Tetris 99 yep. update, which we briefly which we talked, talked about. about. Yep. Uh, which was another available now. Mm-hmm. And then after that was another available now, which we talked about, which was the Deus Ex, Damon X Machina mm-hmm. demo, yep. where all of the progress carries over into your full game. Yep. Uh, then they announced uh, another remaster, of a, or a re-release of a game called Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. That's pretty exciting. That's coming out September 24th, so that's yeah. fairly soon. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that, actually. Because I, I used to play... Uh, Dark Forces Jedi Knight One, which is Dark Forces Two on the computer. Oh I'm yeah, I used sure to I play that it. game all the time. Pretty sure I have it in this desk drawer right here. Let me see if I can open it and see if it is in fact right here. So it's weird. My once other, I heard like, the fighter games are here, but once I heard the the music from it, um, it like started bringing back memories of like when I got out of school, I would go home and I had a certain amount of time I could do whatever I wanted before I had to start my homework. And I would always have one of those awful convenience stores uh, fruit pies, like the ones that are like frosted on top. <laughs> and I would play Dark Forces or Jedi Outcast. And so like hearing that, I could like taste the terrible Hostess fruit pies. And I was like sitting in my back room at my like parents' house. It was really weird. And I was just like creeped out, but also very nostalgic. Uh, no, here in my desk drawer, I just have the X-Wing Collector series, which was uh, disc one is X-Wing versus TIE Fighter Flight School. And disc two is TIE Fighter. It's somewhere, probably in my parents' house. Liar. It's in your. I said it could be. I knew that. I knew I had a, a collection Star of Star Wars, Wars games yeah. in this random desk drawer. That's uh, also full of other stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't that one. But I did play that game back in the day, so, and I never played the sequel, so I've never played this game. So I'm excited to play this game. And lastly on the list, well, that we care about, um, was the thing I was most excited for, which is um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is finally coming to the Switch. Um, this was a Wii game that, uh, like, is a very great game. Obviously, spawned a sequel. Uh, didn't sell very well, and then GameStop fucked it up by making false scarce ability for it. Yeah, they acquired the distribution rights to it and sold it for eighty dollars. Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. Because that's what it was selling for when it was just scarce. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if we can buy the rights to it and then just keep printing it, but keep that same scarce price point, yeah. then that'll like give us money. Which, Which fucks over any collector, and also all of these copies were sold as used, but they were technically brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at GameStop when this happened, and I remember opening a box of shipment that had four copies of them, and I instantly was just like, fuck this company, <laughs> like, you're ruining everything. Um, but it'll be the first time that a lot of people will be able to play this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't buy a copy because I didn't want to drop $90 on a Wii game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy that this is coming out, and also like now you can play the second game and have it make more sense. You can yeah. play the second game apparently f- like well on with not having to play the first one at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this will just make it even easier, and I'm super stoked for it. Um, but unfortunately, they didn't give a, a release date. They just said 2020. So cool. It's up in the air, but it'll be the best way to play the Xenoblade saga in completion 
as of right now. Are they Xenoblade like, Chronicle Saga? Yeah, are yeah. they like direct sequels or are they like Final Fantasy style? No, they are they are direct sequels. Okay. Um, but because I was thinking like there's probably a lot of people who have no idea who Shulk is, but they play him in Smash. Oh yeah. <laughs> so now there's like a chance to actually play his game. Oh, to be fair, there are plenty of people that play Shulk and Smash and still have no idea who he is, yeah. even though he could be the main character of the second game. But like, how many people played that game too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they are. But you can play the second one as a standalone. It's just, it'll have nods to the first one that you won't necessarily get, but mm-hmm. you're not going to be missing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been waiting for this. Like, I didn't buy a copy of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 when I bought my Switch, because I was like, eventually this is going to come out. Yeah. So, two months later, and they announced it. There you go. Uh, all right, so that was all the announcements, or most of the announcements. There were some that, like, we just didn't have anything to say. Some new Animal Crossing videos but no new information yeah on it was it. all the stuff they had talked about before in text yeah this is ju- it was just showing it um the trailer divinity, for divinity 2 divinity 2 yeah. is coming to the switch which is great for those who like it but we don't yeah none, none of us here have an interest in it yeah yeah um but that was not all of the nintendo news for this week lightning round uh we both got a tease of a new controller and a patent for a potential new controller um both coming for the switch one super weird looking, the other one still weird. Still weird, but like I guess it kind of makes more sense. So Joe, why don't you go with the one that's real first? All right. So uh, I don't know if it was like immediately after following it was the this. next day. It was, it was the, the next, day. next okay. day. Yeah, they put out a trailer for a new uh, controller. It's more of a peripheral. Yeah. Uh, than an actual new controller. Yeah. Um, it's not made of cardboard. It's not shocking. made of cardboard. Uh, it is a uh, fitness controller. That well, they're putting up for it? I guess it's a fitness... Con- like, you don't see the game they're playing at any point in this. So this is like a teaser trailer with more information coming, I think, at the end of the month. They said, like, stay tuned for our, like, a full reveal of it. Later. Yeah. Later. So, like, it definitely has aspects of fitness, but then it also has aspects of, like, it's just an easier way to play other types of games. So, like, we don't really know, but go ahead and describe the controller like, a little like bit. Like, the, the, the video was, like, uh, a first look at a new experience. Yeah. Um, and it definitely seemed like it was supposed to be a fitness game, but it also did have you know, like other things that you could do clearly in it. It didn't show the game at all. No. It's just people playing with the controller. What the controller is, is it's basically just a ring. Yeah. Um, but like a springy kind of ring. Uh, I guess it's a, something similar to something that people use in Pilates. Okay. I don't know anything about Pilates. Clearly. I have a body of Greek <laughs> god, so I don't have to worry about Which that. Which Greek god, Joe? <laughs> the fat one. <laughs> The one that sits around eating grapes all day. Yeah, the one that drinks all the wine. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I want to be. Heat Who bot. wants to be the healthy one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heat a bot. Yeah, yeah. Heat a bot. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's like a springy kind of ring thing. You attach the Joy-Cons to each side. Yep. It also has like a leg strap thing for it as well. Yeah. Um, and it's, you, the, the, the commercial is just people like springing with it you know yeah. doing weird things like on their backs uh kicking their legs with it yeah uh using it like a bow and arrow yeah that was one well, like because the thing is, is that my first thought when i saw this was oh it's we f- it's we fit or switch fit or whatever yeah um but then it was a bunch of people wearing plain hanging out clothes together in a group and i can't imagine it's like hey you want to come over and independently exercise but together and yeah. only one of us can go at a time let's yeah. all watch yeah like, that just seems weird so i i don't know i feel like it definitely has the all the makings of switch fit or whatever they want to call it um because it is it was a lot of you know like calisthenic type maneuvers where it, it almost looks like they're doing like the stretchy bands or whatever and they're moving it. like an accordion yeah um so 
I don't know, but like I guess we're gonna get more information soon. And this is also Nintendo, so they have a, a, a penchant for like putting something out like this and saying like this is the Wii Fit board. Yeah. But then you can also use it in a whole bunch of other games that eventually comes yeah. out. So like it's a Wii Fit board, but you can also play Tony Hawk with it and all yeah. this other stuff. So they might put this out as like the Wii, you know calisthenics machine yeah something or other whatever the hell they'll call it yeah but you will be able to play other games with it later on potentially most likely yeah so when we get Link's crossbow training uh hd oh. on the switch you'll be able to use oh, the, the bendy ring controller and shoot well that wouldn't be bows a crossbow no no but like the this the same idea mm. bow and arrow yeah yeah or like um like uh, we uh, play what the hell was the sports? We sports? We sports? We play was, that? We was, play was one, but I was yeah, thinking that was that was the other mini game collection. Yeah, just a bunch of mini games. Or we'll we'll get like a Wii Sports type thing that's or Wii sports Switch resort. Switch Sports. Yeah, that what was that like... Wii game with the sports? Was it play? <laughs> <laughs> That'll have things like oh, here's like bow and arrow mode. Yeah, and yeah. Here's other frisbee toss you where you like you have to like make the motion. I want to play uh, uh, windjammers. Disc golf. I want to play windjammers with this where I can like. Throw it. Dude, you're gonna hawk that thing at your TV. Yeah, Whatever, it's a little rubbery band thing. But it's, it's got fine. your the Joy Cons in it. Oh, that's true. They're on the inside though. Yeah, and I wouldn't like. I, I'm pretty sure I know how to hold on to things. Okay, I'm not gonna throw. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I know how to hold on to things. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now give me the leak, or not a leak, but give me the the could be the, a controller. Yes. Yeah. So the next thing lightning uh, round that came out uh, was a patent that Nintendo filed for uh, new Joy-Cons. Now, what's interesting about these Joy-Cons is that they are hinged in the middle. Or angled. Or it's hard. Angled. It's hard to tell in the 2D drawing. Well, there's there's two clearly different designs yes. that they were using in it. So one of them is looks basically like a Joy-Con, but there's a hinge in the middle uh, above where the buttons are. So basically, the thumbstick can bend downward. It kind of looks almost like a, like a mouse. Like how, you know how like a, a computer mouse is angled? Like mm -hmm. I'm holding up a mouse so Joe can see it. But like... As I describe it, it's kind of angled towards the top, so it's not flat like the Joy-Con are now. And I which, actually had a mouse that was like this, where yeah, you yeah. could use it flat, but then you could like bend it in the middle so that it was arched, so it, like, it had better arch support. For yeah, your hands. I, laptop I, masses. Yeah, I have mm -hmm. one of those too. Yeah. Um, so like that makes me think that it's a more ergonomic design, which kind of works. But again, I don't know if it's like it's just angled in the picture. It doesn't give the indication that there's like a hinge per se, but some of the articles that we saw does say like hinged, but it could just be angled. I, I'm not really sure. Well, one picture, uh, there's a picture of the patent that looks like it's with the, the Joy-Cons attached to the system yeah. that does look like they are hinged. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're not entirely sure which one is which. Yeah. Um, but uh, like... I, I would be down to try these. Like, it looks like they would be a lot more comfortable to use. Yeah, I would too, but, like, I don't know that there are many instances where I use my Joy-Con not in the cradle or attached in handheld mode. Like, well, you I can, can't you can the... bend them in handheld mode also. Yeah, but I don't know so that So it that might that be a little more comfortable holding that. It is a weird maybe. thing that they'll be putting these out just on the cusp of the new Switch lights coming out, well, which have non-removable Joy-Cons. Yeah, but that's for, like, that's a whole separate, like, thing for people and this i mean this could have been a patent for the switch light originally i mean it does show them detached and maybe not but this could have been like the first idea and we're just seeing the patent now but it's not really going to ever be a thing well i have the actual patent now but it's all in japanese so i can't Go ahead translate, and translate it we'll right wait. off the top mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we'll wait but maybe we'll bring it up next you don't time. have the google translate button that you can just like press uh not on phone 
Oh, I don't it's know. It's also like uh, about 200 pages pages worth of text. Oh, okay. So it's quite So read it all. Yeah. Go We've on. got time. Yeah. There, got there are... There are links to it online if you we'll have put a, better Japanese we'll than I do. We'll put a timestamp in so that people can skip uh, past this if they don't want to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, but there's, 45 hours there's of 26 different images to look at. So not just the few that are on there. Okay, so I only saw the three that were uh, uploaded earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another one that's where it's like curved. Like the whole thing is curved. Yeah. Which... The, there's one that where it's completely flat. So it has to have a hinge on it of okay. some sort. Like this one's just completely flat. Or is that showing you what the previous patent it, you know what I mean? I like, don't that could know. just be like, this is what the current thing is, and this is how it's changing. Because maybe it's not a new patent, maybe it's a modification to a previous one or something to include this. It's the same basic device, but it's ang- it's angled, so it's different. So we've added we've edited the old one to then update like yeah. the new design. Because that usually you can get it through easier in terms of getting a patent if you update an old one versus creating a new one. So that's entirely possible too. But I, I like I like the idea of it. It seems like it could be definitely more ergonomically friendly and more fun to hold. So you know what? Uh, that, as I look at this, I think I know what's going on with it, but it's kind of hard to describe on a podcast because it's a actual like physical picture. Yeah. But it looks like you know, we were talking about how it looks like there is a hinge here. Yeah. It looks like that hinge is just so that that can straighten out so it can go on the rail. Because gotcha. look at this, that you can see that the hinge part is now on the rail yeah but yeah. it's still bent yeah so it looks like that hinge is just to make it so that the rail is that's straight, exactly what so you can is. hook it back on okay so it but is the controller is always so angled. it's gotcha. it's always bent and then that is just the thing that you can lock up uh, so it's on the rail side it has a detachable thing that's on a hinge just so it can lock vertically to the, gotcha. the system itself cool so it's not it's, so it's not, not angled hinged. at all or it's not hinged at all okay. it's just angled yeah no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. So Adam was right. I'm anti-hinge. Mm. Just so you guys know that I'm very anti-hinge in most. He doesn't instances. like. He kicks all my doors, doors open. are sli- all my doors are sliders. Anti-hinge. Move to Japan, man. That's the way it is over there. That's what I'm saying. Not that's space. why I knew it wasn't a hinge because in Japan they hate hinges too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, it's just a wasted energy and time. That's what I'm saying. That's a waste of space too. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. New uh, new Joy-Con and Joy-Con accessories potentially coming. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, see, let's see accessory is coming, but let's see if they drift. Yeah, we'll see if they drift. <laughs> they got to fix that first. Is that in the patent though? Drift technology. <laughs> um, all right. Moving off of Nintendo Lightning Round, uh, we got some new stuff coming to NHL 20, uh, which I was surprised to hear has not been in an NHL game before because it's in all of the other sports games. John, you've got this. You're the NHL guy. So NHL, uh, well, EA has announced that NHL 20 will have 33 alumni teams. Now, us here, where we are, would like the Whalers to be one of those teams. Now I could give two shits about the fucking Whalers. Well, yeah. I'm a Bruins fan through and through. Hartford? Me too. The Whale? Me too. They only beat Vancouver once, maybe twice in a lifetime. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You can't can't leave. You got to play that out. Uh, so the Whalers will be among the Hartford Whalers will be among them. I mean, they have to be. They're like the top merch selling team in all of the NHL yes. currently, and they don't exist. <laughs> yeah. They haven't existed in twenty years. Fuck the uh, yeah, twenty twenty two. I think ninety mm-hmm. six, ninety seven was when they left. Something like that. Ninety seven so, yeah. was the, the year left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Minnesota North Stars. Cool. Excuse me. And I think the, Gordon Bombay played for that team. The Quebec Nordics. Oh, um, Nordiques. Nordiques. So these have been jerseys before that you can use like yeah, uh, in threes and you know that the fucking hurricanes have the whalers jerseys because yeah. they're assholes um, well that was new this season so no, i don't they, think they did that for the last three seasons no that was definitely new this season no because i definitely remember talking about it last season too 
No, but I'm saying like the last season. The last season they just got played was the first one where they played as the Whalers. Well, they've been available in the games forever, though. Oh, okay. Like you can use the old, um, like the Nordiques jerseys have also been in the games mm-hmm. where like you can go whenever you select your team you can select whatever jerseys they have and then yeah, they have yeah. like the previous teams they've been on yeah yeah um but now these are going to be the actual teams themselves and uh all that was released was a tweet and uh like a logo of uh, the alumni teams uh but they also said that um it's not just it's not just the teams but uh the players are going to be there so the best players from each of the franchises yeah. are going to be on there which was like you brought this up to me just like in passing mm-hmm. well, I, I was surprised because like madden games have had like the play as the 72 dolphins yeah. play as the you know 96 or the 85 bears or something like that the baseball games have been you know plays these older teams plays these like generational all-star teams or something like that so i was surprised that nhl hadn't had these before no um, but that's pretty awesome that it's coming there for the first well, time well it's not just gonna be that like the um the goal horns are gonna be like the old goal horns for, um and like the celebration songs are all different so like it's so gonna brass bonanza is gonna be in the game it does it does say brass finance wow. um so that's cool uh they did kind of stuff like that they had players from other stuff like gretzky was in a dlc pack um yeah he was the lead the like the legacy legend right edition like last old year. Bob, bobby Orr was in there yeah there was a bunch of other like players but it's never been teams, teams. or people from those teams yeah. like it playing together it's mm-hmm. just been players that you can add into your fantasy game or whatever yeah that's pretty cool yeah i'm i mean i like hockey games anyway but mm-hmm. this just adds more stuff to it that makes me like it more. yeah for sure uh, lightning round. We got an actor who's been trying to get into a movie based on this game, so instead he just got into the game itself. Uh, Dave Batista of uh, WWE fame of was Spectre, right? Spectre was Spectre. Yes, he was uh, Spectre. He was in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. He was in Stuber, everyone's favorite movie, Stuber. And, and the a, other fake my, Stuber. My Spy. Uh, yeah. My Spy, that's what I was um, And then, obviously, Drax from the, the Marvel movies. Uh, Dave Batista is going to be in Gears of War 5. He's wanted, He said he's for a while now. He's been trying to get a yeah, Gears was, of War movie. Was, yeah, he was like petitioning to be the star of the Gears of War movie yeah. for like the longest time. He does and, make Which isn't nice... really a thing. It could he be wouldn't a thing. be Marcus Phoenix, but he would definitely be Dom. Uh, yeah, I think it could be either one, really. Um but uh yeah so it looks like the studio uh coalition is the one that makes that yes uh coalition that took pity on him and his constant attempt to be part of the the movie franchise so they said well if you can't be in the movies why not be in the game and they made him a character in the game so that means that drax can now fight the terminator more like, or less, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like sitting there, so like, okay, so this game now has the Terminator, Halo, and Dave Batista. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What the fuck is going on with this game? Literally, do throw anything they're, at the board the, to see if someone yep. will buy this game. They're just like, please, like wrestling fans, we got this guy, even though I don't know, I, I hated Batista as a wrestler. Mm. Uh, don't care about Terminator since Terminator 2. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Halo Reach has been good. out for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, please, anybody, pay attention to us. Please, someone. I've buy this heard game. the game is pretty good. Yeah, but the problem is that like most people can get it and play the whole thing for like two bucks. Yeah, it is one of the um, GameStop's like guaranteed to love it games. Yeah, oh, that, they did that again. Huh? That and Borderlands Three this week are both games where if you uh, trade it in within forty-eight hours, you get the full. Value yeah, because Days Gone did that before. That was the only one. Yeah, so yeah. far, yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically just big tentpole releases thus far that they know that. 
like aren't, aren't gonna be, aren't gonna get returned. Yeah, like Call of Duty's not gonna get yeah. returned or traded in. But it's, it's not a shitty game like guarantee. It's we already know this is gonna be liked. So for some reason, if you don't, you can just bring it back. Yeah. Uh, it should be pointed out that uh, in the game, he is not Dave Batista. He is Dave Baptista. Oh. They just removed the U from his name. Mm. I wonder if there's some sort of licensing thing there because of that. Or maybe they just like, like, is he playing himself or is he playing a character named Dave Baptista? Uh, all I know is he put out a tweet that said, play as me in Gears 5. Wasn't Batista the wrestler? And he's a character named Batista. Uh, I think his name is a U. His name definitely has a unit, but I think the wrestler itself is just Batista. B A T I S T A. No, I, I don't. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. I always thought it was Bautista. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. But that's still pretty cool. If you're a big uh, Bautista fan, you can play as him in Gears, which, as Joe said, uh, so far has been getting decent to good reviews, both from critics and fans. So hmm. there you go. Which is surprising, considering how poorly the fourth one went over. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, lightning round. We got another director leaving a game before it has come out. Joe, why don't you tell us who this is this time? Uh, internet darling, uh, part of the uh, E3 Trin- Trinity. The Trinity of E3, yep. uh, sharing the spotlight with uh, Keanu John- Reeves and John Barrenfeld's dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Akumi uh, Nakamura. Uh, she was the one who uh, presented Ghostwire Tokyo for Gang- uh, Tango Go- Games Work. She came out. She was super energetic, dancing spooky. around stage, talking about how spooky it is. Uh, she is leaving Tango Software or GameWorks uh, once again before the actual game is finished. Which is we talked about a lot of other studios having uh, their developers, game, like lead the directors, leaving mid-production but she's the creative director it already has its image so she's like her job is done no, I just, no I, the creative director has to stay on through the whole time because like at some point something's going to come up and they're going to need like they're going to need input these aren't these aren't positions that you just leave in the middle of development like these are things where you you stay till the end i don't know she so her officials like saying is that she said that her journey is like done she said that i felt here is one of my the ends of my journey I yeah, learned. that's not uh, my ro- that's not like hey, I, I wrap- that's not done. I wrapped up my, my responsibilities. It's I feel that my journey is over. Like maybe that's just a Japanese way of saying, oh yeah, I checked all the boxes. I'm done now. But that statement seems like a yeah, I gotta go do anything, literally anything else. Yeah, well, and then she said, contact me if you want to work with me. So she apparently it does not have a plan for what she's doing next. Or maybe she does. She's not open to saying it. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't ask for like people to contact her for job opportunities. Well, that, I don't, but that could it. just be that she knows that her, her Q rating is high and that yeah. if people want to work with her, then give her a call. But she, she might already have another project lined up and she can tell them when they call her. Right. I mean, she's become an internet darling since this uh, her E3 appearance. Yeah, how did the internet react to this? Because I didn't, I didn't see that this had happened until you guys told me about it. So I don't like... The people who are behind, like, you know, the meme army of the E3 Trinity, were they devastated? Is this the first leg of the Trinity to fall? Like, is John Bernthal's dog going to die next week? Or, like, Keanu Reeves going to quit acting? Like, what does this mean? No, well, lots like, of people have been encouraging her. Okay, that's good. Well, one of, the, like, one of the things I was thinking is, like, maybe she thought, like, she can translate into... Presenting? Yeah, some sort of, like, front-facing job. Yeah, kind of thing, maybe. As opposed to being a, like, you know, behind the computer person now she has a social presence so she can become some sort of like actual influencer uh, yeah character yeah you know shout caster whatever she wants something to do. she did follow it up with a tweet 
um, saying, uh, I do not want to forget appreciation and respect everything. I've also decided to proceed to the new world. I can keep myself happy and somebody require me. Yeah. So now seems... the huge world is showing me infinite possibilities like an open world video game. Life is not linear. So that maybe lends credence to the fact that she's not going to do video game stuff anymore. Or not, at least not in the same way that she was before. Right. So yeah, it's entirely yeah, possible. Maybe she could become like the Japanese Jeff Keighley or something. You mm. know? Yeah, because that's what we need in this world is more Jeff Keighleys. <laughs> He's even becoming a video game character now. So <laughs> that's just, right. Yeah, they're just, just switching around. around. The batteries. <laughs> yep. She's stealing his soul. Yeah. So Spooky. I'm interesting that you know people are leaving games before they're done. I would just like. I mean, I, I don't know jack shit about the video game development world, but I would just imagine that if I was working, I would want to like stick through to the end, yeah. like and be there at the like. It's gone gold. Now yeah. it's done kind of thing. Well, well yeah, because then yeah, otherwise you're going to miss the pizza party. I don't know anything about video games, so yeah, maybe it's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Her Twitter handle also says that she's at Tokyo Game Show. So it says Ikumi Nakamura at TGS 2019. But that right? could just be that she's walking around networking. That doesn't necessarily mean yeah, that I she's... Yeah, I mean, who like, knows? Yeah. She will be at Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. Well, best of luck to whatever she does. Yeah, whether it's a linear path or an open world one. She brought us lots of joy. That's true. Uh, Lightning Round, something else that has brought people joy over the years is the series Splinter Cell, which looks to maybe getting a new game from an unlikely source. We got this news. Uh, Yeah, uh, GameStop uh, put up a uh, listing for, like, prop... Uh, of Sam Fisher night Sam vision. Fisher night vision goggles, yeah. like the standard ones that Sam Fisher wears. Uh, and as part of the listing underneath it in the description, uh, it mentioned that another game was in the works. Uh, part of it said with the uh, in the listing, it said with the tenth game in the series on the horizon. Now's the best time to buy these like uh, night vision goggles. As of right now, there's been no mention of a 10th game in the series on the horizon. There's always been rumors about a new Splinter Cell coming. Yeah. Uh, there was the, they added Stan Fisher to Splinter, um, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yep. And a lot of people thought, oh, okay, so maybe this is an indication of a new one coming. Uh, still has nothing officially been announced. No, like, actual leaks of any kind up until this point. So, I mean... That's a that's a hell of a mistake to make if it was an accident. <laughs> that's because that's a very specific mistake. Yeah, it's not just like you know. So that way you can wear this while playing your Splinter Cell games now and in the future, yeah. which we're could be like, oh, that something. just means what? Hmm? We're forgetting about something. What? The shitty mobile game that's coming out. What? Oh yeah, the like Splinter Cell Hex or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like a strategic multiplayer game. Yeah, but that's not the tenth game in this. That's not it what could you. Be. Yeah, but that's not what you would put. Ref, yeah. You wouldn't reference that in your listing for this product. That's probably premium and expensive. They're like, when you're playing the mobile game, you can play. Unless is it like a Bluetooth headset too? Like are they headphones as well? But this is also the product like description on a video game website. You know, they could have just been like, oh, there's new like somebody heard you know new Splinter Cell game. It's like, oh, I'll put that in the product description. Why not? It seems the the fact that it says like tenth game in the franchise. It is, is technically a, the tenth game in the franchise, though. But it's like, but that's a little more specific than. It is the next game, though. Yeah, but I, then you would reference it. Like you wouldn't say you wouldn't say the tenth game on the horizon. You'd say with such and such coming out soon. I, know, like I feel like you'd be specific if you if you could be. I mean, you might have to like go and look at, compared to what other ones. Like, I mean, do you consider the Tomb Raider cell phone game to be the 
a part of the franchise? No. Do you consider the Hitman cell phone game no, a part Gears of the franchise? No, Gears Pop is not a part of the Gears franchise. Yeah, me. I, I mean, this is just our personal inter- yeah. interpretation. I would say you don't include those. But what I if it is? What if it's canon? What if it follows the story of the Splinter Cell stuff? I mean, even then, I still don't really consider those. No. Like, even, even I don't consider the Splinter Cell Acid games to be... Metal the, Gear the, Solid Acid, you mean? Or, yeah, Metal Gear Acid yeah, games to be part of the... Yeah, those are canon. Even though they're, they have their own individual story... If you were to say name all the Metal Gear games in the main storyline, I wouldn't yeah. include those. No. Acid but isn't canon though; it's a retelling. No, Acid and Acid Two were their like own new games. Oh, I thought they were retellings. No, they they were their own new games. They had like their own things. What but, about Killzone? Like, had the mobile game and that was a canon game. Or was, I guess, no, that, that was a Vita game, not a, a mobile game. game. Yeah. That that's a that's a mainline game like in the franchise. Like I could say, if this was a Splinter Cell game coming out on like a 3DS, it'd be like, okay, yeah, that's the 10th Splinter Cell game, but it's not because they're yeah. like, is the is the 3DS Splinter Cell game? Isn't there a 3DS Splinter Cell game? It was just a remake. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this and this one of those things where it got taken off right away. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's the that's the real like bell ringing of like, oh, okay, yeah, this this definitely was not supposed to be up the way that it was. Let's take it down. So it, we'll probably be getting a, the Splinter Cell announcement soon then. Which is great because I love the Splinter Cell games. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if it's going to be a whole new reworking. Is it going to be a sequel to uh, the Conviction Blacklist series? I hope so. Which are the ones that I really enjoyed? I yeah. like those ones a lot Grizzled's, more than the other ones. Uh, Sam Fisher. Yeah. Or is grizzled, it... yet younger Sam Fisher. <laughs> yeah. More limber, but grizzled and old. Yeah. Um. But I can almost guarantee whatever it is, it's just going to be called Splinter Cell. Mm. There's going to be no bullshit. Just because that's what they do now. Yeah, because yeah. they're just renaming everything the original title. Eh, it works. Uh, all right, lightning round uh, for you PS4 collectors out there. Uh, Sony has announced a new line of game cases uh, so you can commemorate all your favorite PlayStation exclusives uh, with new minimalist box art. Joe, yeah. do you have the list of all those games? Yeah, it's called the Only on PlayStation Collection. Uh, it is 10 games, uh, some of the biggest ones that they've put out. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to get Bloodborne, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Marvel Spider-Man, Ratchet & Clank, Shadows of the Colossus, uh, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, and Wipeout Omega Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, like you said, they're very like minimalist design. Uh, usually it's kind of like a silhouetted thing on a minimalist background. Uh, they all look really great. Yeah. Um, the thing is that these are all games that most people probably already own. Yeah. If you're a big PlayStation collector. But um, I mean, but they're 20 bucks now. They're so not. What, who, what's not? All those they, games are $20. No, these are 20 to $30. Yeah. Oh, Spider-Man like, Spider- is not $20. Oh, okay. No, the price tags for these specifically said, and they range in price between 1999 euro and 2999 euro. Well, yeah. Cause like you said, Spider-Man's not yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. but so all the other ones, like I can't imagine uncharted. You're going to have to pay an extra $10. For oh this God. No box art. So for the most part, these are $20 games. Yeah. So if you already own the game and you bought it 60 bucks when it came out, you might be willing to, you know, sw- trade it in for whatever, you know, the two bucks you get for it and then just go buy this new. Like, if they come out here. Yeah. Yeah. All the pictures I saw, they had the Peggy um, ratings lo- label. So yeah, that and applies to Europe. The price was in Euros. Were in Euros. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's all I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, but they still look really cool. Like, I like the Spider-Man one, but I have the Steelbook, so I would never yeah, want yeah, yeah. that Yours one too. Yeah, better anyway. Uh, but like the God of War one looked awesome. 
the horizon one looked super cool where it was like aloy silhouette inside of the silhouette of one of like the dinosaur creatures like that's pretty cool um so i, I was a big fan of these i like these a lot yeah, I'd uh, I'd be tempted to get the Bloodborne one because mm-hmm. I like that game so much. But then it would be like bother me that it wouldn't match it the other Souls yeah. the Dark Souls games yep. or like Sekiro. So uh, and but those ones are on other systems, mm-hmm. so they would not be part of this only on PlayStation collection. Correct. So it's kind of like uh, like I'm gonna have this one that like really stands out with this high art case. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like uh they should just for like fifteen bucks sell just the ten box arts. Yeah, that would be kind of neat. So you could just swap them out. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, if anything... Maybe eventually they'll make it available where you can, like, print it if you want. Like they did with uh, the Madden Brett Favre cover. Uh, Switch has, like, you can redeem coins for, um, like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I've Um, thought about that. But then i got to go, like, find a printer and find glossy paper and, like... No, just... just, It's a PDF file. You can save it um, and then bring it to Kinko's and just say, print this for me. I know, but i got to print it on, like, the right kind of paper. Like, I want it to, like, look right and not just, like, look flat and stuff it's, it's not worth paper. Yeah, but it's not it's not worth my time no i mean i That's would never do it i thought about it because i was yeah. like oh that'd be cool and i was like no i'm not doing that <laughs> yeah i was looking at the coins that i had this week like the platinum coins that you get for like playing mario run and shit it's yeah. like oh that could be fun like i like one of the uh, alternate marvel covers but like i'm not it's not gonna be worth it to print this out somewhere no it seems like so much work for such little return for a thing that's spined yeah like, for a thing that you're not gonna see until you pull the game out to go oh yeah i got that That's yeah, cool. yeah exactly so Hmm. is what it is but uh if they're available in your region then uh they certainly look like they're worth picking up especially if you don't own the games already absolutely buy yeah. this if they come out here i'll probably get the shadow of colossus and last guardian yeah because that's at least like that's a franchise a yeah, yeah yeah but then there's no icon one then yeah <clears throat> true well, uh, yeah, you'll get it's, it's it. kind of disappointing that there's not a like uncharted collection like, yeah you got uncharted 4 but not uncharted collection yeah, that is a little weird. Well, because well, it's, it's not only on classics. PS4. Yeah, it's not only on PS4. Well, it's, it's only on PlayStation. Oh, it's not only on... It's not only on PlayStation. It's called the only on PlayStation collection. Oh, well, yeah, because The Last of Us Remastered is on there. Yeah. Yeah, but The Last of Us Remastered is only on PS4. Yeah. But they, they put out a PS4 of Uncharted collection also. True. Drake's Adventure or something like that. Yeah, Drake's Legacy or whatever it's yeah. called. Mm-hmm. But, eh, Whatever. Uh, I'll probably pick those two up and then maybe Bloodborne. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, lightning round. We got movie news and it's the release date for a sequel. I'm still not sure is coming out. No, really? You don't think this is going to come out? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So a new director was announced and a release date was announced for the sequel to the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the realm of why would this be coming out? Because I don't think the first one did too well. That's why I don't think it will. I think it'll just flounder around for a while. I like the first one enough. I thought it was a good introduction origin. And I like that it sets up the fact that like, okay, now she's got a, like a villain to face that is familiar. And it looks like she's becoming the, the, like the Lara Croft yeah, that we know and love. The Tomb Raider yet. Yeah. She's just Lara Croft. Yeah. So if this is, goes into more of like Tomb Raiding, then like I'm totally down for it. I thought she was good in the movie. I thought the movie was entertaining, if not a little like by the numbers, but you can branch out that in a sequel. So like I would go see a sequel to this movie. I just for whatever reason it didn't do super great. Uh it opened I mean it's up... got the history of being a video game movie to begin with. Yeah. Is it called Tomb Raider 2 Temple of Gloom? Uh, no, I think it's actually going to be called uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. 
Oh, are they just following the naming conventions of the game then? Of like the reboot? Well, I mean, the first one was a sequel or was a reboot of the game Tomb Raider. So yeah, it looks like they're probably just going to follow the actual plot line of the games. Okay. Um, so this one will probably be it up in the... follow the plot line of the games, so... Hmm? The movie didn't follow the plot line of the games. Generally. Like, yeah. it was the same kind of plot line of they're on a boat, the boat crashes on an island, she has to get off the island. Right. It, different it, stuff it, on the island. Yeah, yeah, it diverges greatly from what actually happens in the plot yeah. of the game, but because the game is a 15-hour-long game, yeah. you can't cram all of that into the movie. Plus, they are using bow and arrows in the movie. She used bow and arrows a lot in the game, so, like... It, the like supernatural thing was different though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I mean, all the characters like it didn't have the big Samoan guy. It was replaced by like a little Asian guy. Then there was the nerdy dude too mm-hmm. who had to control at the leech shirt. Well, what was the the sequel to the game was Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. And then yeah. Shadow so, yeah. was Shadow the new was one. the third one. So okay. yeah, Rise would be the next one. Um, and that was the one that took place like in the Himalayas, yeah. like up on the mountains, and it was all snowy and stuff. So we'll see if that's the way it goes. And you have Predator Vision for some reason. Because everything has that yeah. now. The guy in Days Gone had biker vision. Yeah. Well, that's real. I mean, that's mm. a thing that regular people have. So, uh, But uh, Ben Wheatley is the director that they've hired uh, to direct this and right now. He, uh, he did uh, High Rise and Free Fire. Uh, I don't know what these movies are. High Rise is uh, One-Legged Die Hard with The Rock, I believe. No, or is that, that Skyscraper? That was Skyscraper. Uh, Free Fire is a movie that I did see, which was okay it wasn't great it was like uh brie larson and a bunch of people and it's like a drug deal gone wrong or something like that and the whole thing takes place like in a warehouse where they're all trying to like kill each other was high rise the like uh belco experiment ripoff uh high rise starred tom hiddleston jeremy Irons, sienna miller luke evans and elizabeth moss i didn't see this one and i have no idea that trailer or that poster looks not familiar to me at all no yeah not a clue. I saw Free Fire, though. It was not as good as I wanted it to be, but it was fun. Well, so, uh, so yeah. It's so, coming out on what day? Uh, I lost that now because I pulled this up. Uh, it like will be coming March out. 2021? Yeah, it was 2021. Uh, I think it's March. I, yeah, I told it to you also. Oh, yeah. March 19th, 2021 is the uh, release date. Yeah, you which, said that was... I think that's also the release date of um, the Marvel Phase 4 movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, which doesn't bode well potentially for this. Because the first one opened up like a week after Black Panther or like a week before Black Panther. So it didn't make as much money because Black Panther made all of the money. So I don't... Uh, Shang-Chi is February 12th. Oh, okay. So a okay. Before. So a month before. So I guess if that if that has the same like you know steamroll power of a Marvel movie where it's popular for longer than a month, then mm-hmm. maybe. But uh, I don't know. Like I'm I'm totally down to to watch it. I was hoping that they would make one. I don't know that it will actually come to fruition though. But we'll see. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, 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 there was like another movie that we've been talking about recently. That we were convinced is going to be like just in development hell forever, right? The and Uncharted to movie. Assassin's Creed. Oh, the Uncharted movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have right. a feeling it's going to be like that. Or the sequel to Assassin's Creed. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. That's not. Did they actually movie. say they were going to do a sequel to Assassin's uh, Creed? No, I no. think it was. It, I'm no, sure before no, they it came did. out, they said like, "Yeah, we, we're planning a whole franchise around this," but then like it <laughs> sucked, it sucked and no one liked it. But it was one of the things that Fox hung on to when they like purged the 300 movies. The oh, Assassin's Creed sequel was one of the ones that they hung on to. Oh, I thought that was one of the ones they cut. No. Eh, either way, I don't think that movie's ever coming out either. Mm. Uh, all right. Did I miss anything in the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. I got nothing else. 
Batista is spelled B-A-T-A-S-T-A. Oh, the wrestler Batista. The wrestler, Batista. Batista. Wrestler? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes. So it's not the actor. He's going to. He might be playing character. his wrestling character. No, I mean, so, WWE yeah. would own that. It, it, they could give him the license. Come on. They're not sharing anything. They don't share. Uh, who knows? They but, don't share. Yeah, he's not playing himself. He's playing... He's going to be wrestling in the X. The wrestling version. Cool. Of there himself. it is. Get ready, Joe. It's your favorite sport. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. Not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know uh, what your favorite announcement was from the Nintendo Direct. What Super NES games do you want to see come whenever they release more? Uh, are you more excited for the angled Joy-Con patent or the weird ring controller? Um, and are you excited uh, for Dave but Batista uh, to meet in Gears of War 5? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.